Let's start the show off by watching Amber walk by the camera. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, Manitanic Podcast, February the 9th, 2014. My name is Matt Eads, joined today by the whole gang. Hey, shock! Gang. Big shock! And Eric, Hi. as well. I, I was waiting for everybody else before I said something. Hey, gang. <sighs> Hello. What's going on? We're back, man, after Super Bowl. Uh, Seahawks. After the big Seahawks game. Won. Lowercase. Sorry, Satan. after Superb Owl. Superb Owl. Yeah. You know, after you mentioned that on the show last week, I started to listen more intently to the radio ads down here. And you're right, not a single person says Super Bowl. Because you can't. Can't say they it. Were, they were getting really creative with the way that they were piecing the words together to imply it. Like, I heard somebody use the exact example that you did, like a super bowl of nuts and just some stupid stuff like that. Yeah, Superb Owl. I saw the Superb Owl on, like... Uh, Colbert Report. Colbert Report, yeah. Yep. Super ball. It's funny shit, funny. man. Yeah. This feels weird starting with other music. I don't know. I don't really like it. You didn't just listen to it yourself? No, I should have, because yeah, now maybe. I'm just kind of at a loss. Maybe I'll just play it in my headphones where you guys, uh, you know. I thought last there, time there we quietly. also stopped without, started without the music. No, I think last time I, like, tried. And did, I don't know. I don't know. Anybody not watching live, they they never know because I am a master of um, audio fandangling. It's actually what it says on my diploma. <laughs> audio yeah. fandangler. Uh huh. And uh, so they never know, but for us, we know. You guys know my my failings, few as they are. What's going on, Oliver? How's uh, so? Uh, recap last show. Uh, some some hard Super Bowl bets yeah. were laid down, yeah. hard and fast. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so is um, uh, Kevin picked the the Broncos to win the Denver Broncos. I and, picked. Um, to be fair, I picked Peyton Manning. I didn't really care who. Well, he lost too. For I, sure. First, he didn't yeah. lose. He single-handedly lost the game. The game. First he play of the game lost. was a safety. He, he felt was bad for the Seahawks and said, the "Hey, they never loser of that game." He said, "They've never had a Super Bowl. I'm going to give them one." That's just how nice of a guy he is. That what is a pretty game. pretty solid move. Sixty to one. Game. That first first uh, point of the game being a safety paid out sixty to one. Holy! Could have made a lot of money. The 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 party I was at had the had the weird uh, outside bets, and like one of them was like, what what is the first point going to be scored? Either like touchdown or uh, field goal or other safety being other, and there <laughs> were much- actually. It's obviously a great Super Bowl party when they don't even know what the other points are. It's like, yeah, you no, know, there's, well, there's some other ways to get points, but we'll we'll just call it other. No, but like, other includes like uh, safety. What what there's is only other? one other style of other point? Is that just a safety? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, touchdown, safety, field goal. What about okay. uh, touchback? Don't you guys got touchbacks in the NFL? That's what a, what about safe downs? Your lack of Americanness is showing. No, there's totally a way because we looked this up a couple Super Bowls ago. There's a way to get one point. In, oh uh, yeah, in the oh, NFL, yeah. isn't that I, if you fumble it in your own end zone? It's like it's a super weird way to do it. Yeah, you have to fumble it in your own end zone. I think. Yeah, or and something, recover right? it and get tackled in the end zone. I think. I yeah, maybe if it's, maybe it's just, if you just get tackled in your own end zone, that's a safety. 
one is point that, safety, is, safety? is on the extra point attempt. If the kick gets blocked, uh, wait, that's college. Oh, we're fact checking. Oh, here we go. This is the beginning of the end. Yep. Looking shit up on the internet. Sports Defensive podcast, team man. recovers or intercepts the ball, then retreats backwards into their end end zone and be tackled. Yeah, One point there you go. Okay, is awarded to the offensive. I fucking Christ! <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. What doesn't make? It makes perfect sense. What doesn't make sense about that? No, it took us like six times reading it before we finally realized that it didn't make any sense, and we were just <laughs> ignore the fact that you can get the point. That being said, safety. First point of the game. Paid out sixty. Yep. Put five dollars on that. Three hundred bucks. Boom, in the bank. I'd have put ten grand on that. So there was a dude tweeting. I forget who he. Some big used to be a boxer or something. Tweeting he made like sixty million dollars off that bet because he put a million on it or something. Jeez. Really? Yeah. Because I know Floyd Mather, Mo, Floyd Mayweather Jr. bet like ten point four million dollars on the Broncos. <laughs> and on that game. <laughs> Sucks to be that funny. rich. Yeah. I was reading that like it was almost the worst Super Bowl ever, like the biggest, uh, yeah, the biggest gap between blow. the teams. But then they they got those eight points right at the end, so that well they did set quite a number of records. Wasn't fastest even a record. Fastest score ever, and then Manning set a personal record for most losses in the postseason. Yeah, biggest <laughs> loser of that game. I'm telling you. And I wonder he's got to be getting close to most chokes in the Super Bowl. Is that right? I think so. That's it. That's definitely his second choke. Maybe his third. I don't know about these sports. I don't what, even know uh, about these sports video games. Really, all I know is I'm hooked on hockey now after going to those two games last week. Did you have a good time there? Oh fuck yeah, we had a phenomenal time. We didn't have to pay anything for tickets. We got like five hundred dollars worth of tickets for free. Oh. So the first game we went to, we were sitting like eight rows up center ice, and just completely got them for free. And I sat next to some some. Um, Eastern European dude who plays with the Coyotes on their practice team. So he was explaining everything to me as it was happening. But he was an L.A. Kings fan. <laughs> so the Coyotes just destroyed the Kings, and he was getting all pissed off. Like, his whole family was there, and they're yelling and screaming at each other. And his wife was a Coyotes fan, so it was fun to watch those two go at it. But uh, the only thing I wanted to see was I wanted to see a goal, and I wanted to see a fist fight, and I saw both <laughs> within three minutes of sitting down. That was um, Coyotes and the Kings, you say? Yeah, it was a great game. And then went to uh, the Coyotes against the Buffalo Sabres, and they got blown out. But I still got to see fist fights, and some dude, some uh, one of the refs took a puck to the face and was just spewing blood all over yeah, the ice. Yeah, that's <laughs> hockey. You know. That's what I'm talking about. That's some awesome. great American priorities. I want to go to a hockey game and I want to see a fist fight and somebody get his face blown up. It's like, a, it's like going to NASCAR. I only want to go to NASCAR because I want to see an accident. <laughs> Kings were the Stanley Cup champs last year, what, right? There was yeah, the, we, we, were, and I were actually there. we were in LA for E3 game oh, 7. Wow. Or whatever it was, yeah. That must have been tepid. It well, was they, it was scary because there was like cops everywhere because they're like this city might riot at any minute so you guys well, got to leave the convention I center and get back to your hotel. Like, I don't think it wild over like basketball. No, they L A and everybody out there looks for a reason to riot. Right. Yeah. The Raiders win, they riot. The Raiders lose, they riot. Raiders. It's fun to riot. What can you it's say? Like Vancouver, man. Van- they yeah. just burn Vancouver to the ground every couple years. Start over. You get free stuff if you riot. So, anyways. Kevin bet on the Broncos to win, and I, for the sake of just, like, 
having a bet. Having a bet. I I chose Seattle, and we put a pizza on it. Uh, as luck would happen, uh, Seattle won. I won the pizza. We that pizza is th- now on its way. We're trying yeah, <laughs> in in one way or another. We're trying to go through this thing, and you you can't order a pizza. You can't gift a pizza. That's kind of dumb. Because you have to pay the, the way that pizza works is you have to pay for it when it gets to your house. It shows Not up and then here. you pay for it. Yeah, apparently that's like a hard and fast rule too. It's like but like if they would allow prepayment, that means that there's there's this no hassle about like oh buddy doesn't have change or buddy's short at the door. Then what? Then you have that awkwardness. If I you bet prepay- you the reason they do it. I bet you the reason they do it is because if you had prepayment like that, no one would ever tip. You yeah, can I would show up to your door true. and you would have already paid for it, and you, then you wouldn't have him staring at you trying to make the awkward conversation about. No, hey, you should but give that's you a the good driver's tip. problem. Like that's not the company's <laughs> problem. The way plus, I would have I would have fronted like a ten dollar tip if had you had you sent a pizza to me. I would have gave the guy something. Well, shit, should have told me that because I was gonna like put the tip into the bill. Somebody's at my door. I don't think it's my pizza. Just. Be cool. Let's okay. Let's <laughs> let's see how this plays out. He's walking to the door. Right. Ways. Remember, this is also an audio podcast, so we are now watching Oliver walk to his door. Oh, we can't see the door though. I just want to see if like a spray Oliver. of blood comes flying off screen and then Oliver just falls backwards, or some other guy, some happen. other guy falls backwards, <laughs> and then Oliver comes back. And he's like, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I'll uh, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> well, Hid doesn't seem too concerned, so no, it's yeah. not anything Weird. too bad. How about Maybe them video games, landlord. man? Any any of you guys play any of those uh, those video games this week? Let's start with let's start with Mr. Kevin Byer. How much Marvel Puzzle Quest have you played? You know, quite a bit, but uh, not enough. I, I like. I feel like I should have been playing more. Not enough <laughs> to justify your hundred and fifty dollar purchase. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're we're way past that now. Mm. Oh shit! How are we? Did we break three hundred dollars now? No, no, not oh, okay. Well, you know, we always aspire better and <laughs> better and better. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe tomorrow we'll just randomly throw some more money at it. Now you got two tablets. I mean, think one on. Oh iOS, yeah, that's right. I got one uh, on Android. You I could, got two tablets now. Because... You can dual screen. Marvel Puzzle Quest. I wonder if I could set it up so that one of my Marvel Puzzle Quest accounts like fights the other one. Game the <laughs> game the system a little bit, yeah. Well, no, I mean I would try to win on both. Like I wouldn't just throw the game just because I'm playing myself. Wouldn't you just break even then? Wouldn't you? I'm not really. Well, I mean, I one I'm side no would Marvel eventually Puzzle win, expert, but it would be because but... of my own skill against playing myself. It wouldn't be because I threw it. Hmm. Eric just joined the call twice. Weird. Yeah, that now we have Mirror Eric in the call. Oh, this is weird. Hmm. What's going on? Hmm. No, I don't know. And one of them doesn't move. I got don't worry about it. It's I got like kicked out. Going still. Freaking out. I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> Are there two of me in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I got uh, this Asus tablet still in the box because I totally yeah. plan on keeping it. Doug still. Gilmore tells me it's pronounced Asus. It's Asus. Well, Doug Gilmore okay, you guys says all otherwise. sound like douchebags. I've right always now. said Asus. I'm going to pronounce oh, it how I pronounce uh, it. The official uh, Ubisoft versus Ubisoft. It's officially Ubisoft. 
by Thank the way. You. I looked it up this week. It's Ubisoft. Is that right? Yes. But they're French. You, you're telling so me. You got to take that into account that they're dumb. They, the French people told me. The French people from Ubisoft told me. The France. Did you contact them for comment and they settled it once and for all? Absolutely. I just walked over there. I was like, hey guys, how do you, how do you say here? We do this show. Sometimes we talk about you. <laughs> also, what's up with Watch Dogs? No comment. Watch Dogs, that's next month, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no. no. <laughs> that Did might not even again? that might not even be this year. Who knows? Really? Isn't, that's the next Last Guardian. Yeah, that game might just not ever come Is that out. Right? Yeah. It <sighs> seemed like it was like ready to come out when it, when we were at E3. Yeah, it was supposed to be a launch title. And then they pushed it back, and then they and they realized it's not done. The trade, like the trademark, got canceled apparently, and then <laughs> that was uncanceled. Hope, and well, let me tell also... you about a game that is coming out. Uh huh. South Park, March fourth. That's the week. That's two weeks. So it goes. It goes. Uh, two weeks from Tuesday is Thief. Two weeks from that is. I, I guess I get, a week after that is South Park. A week after, after that, that is Titanfall. And Titanfall Dark Souls got 2. delayed. No, I feel what? like there's a Call of Duty yeah. game coming around in March fourth. Titanfall no, got, got delayed. Tit Titanfall got delayed on Xbox 360 yeah. and PS3. If you oh, want to fucking play that garbage version, is that of it. the story? Yeah, and it only got delayed a week. So oh. whatever. And, and then when Dark Souls Infamous, 2. Infamous is thirteenth. Thirteenth. That is a. Friday? Yeah, why is it coming out on a Friday? I think. No, it's a know, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. That'll I don't be, know. So I'm not sure that's the right date. Two days that's after Titanfall. It is somewhere in there. March, is, it's all... Man, we're close. And when is, when is uh, Ground Zeroes? That two-hour masterpiece? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll look that up. That's that second week in March is going to be huge, man. We got... Titanfall, we got Dark Souls, we got my kid, we got Infamous. I got my yeah, kid. I can't wait to play the shit out of your kid. Titanfall sounds... and Dark Souls came before you. <laughs> hey, I'm just going in the dates, the order of the dates. I mean, sure, kid... sure. <laughs> I kind of hope my kid's born on the day that Dark Souls 2 comes out, because that would be pretty fucking sweet. That'd be something, eh? Oh, that'd be fucked up. That kid's going to grow up to be a serial killer. <laughs> March, eight, March 18th is... Um, My dad made Ground me play Zeros. Mega Man 2 this whole time. Yeah. He wouldn't let me play this Grand Theft Auto. It's just all these shitty retro games. It's impossible. Also, so I, I don't think he knows people. as much about Mega Man as he claims to. <laughs> he put this hat on me the minute I was born. That's, that's It's just coming out and going right on. Like, Dr. Catcher, catch him or her in this. <laughs> Because the baby comes out head first, right? So it's like, yeah, just position it. it and... <laughs> nice. That would be pretty ruined for that. Are you gonna to give the head a wipe and then put this on. Are you going to watch? Are you going to watch The Miracle of Childbirth, Eric? Not sure I'm ready for that. No? No. What, what, if, this that... Is, what if this is the only kid you guys have? You're never going to see... The majesty of a new life coming into the world. Without getting into too much graphic detail, I it's feel like just thing. the visual 
of that would <laughs> ruin a lot of things for me. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, no, there's a lot of shit is already going to be ruined. Don't worry. Having kids, <laughs> like, your, your life, your social life, uh, any money you were saving up, like, it, you're, it's basically over. I mean... Yeah, Eric would probably stop doing the show. If you kill Matt's, yourself now... It, I think either Matt's either too, like, tactful to say or either too naive to say what it really ruins, but we all know what it ruins. Yeah. 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 Start the show on a showstopper. Yeah. Oh, gross. Kids are too young. You kids. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm talking about the stork. I'm trying <laughs> to think of, like, an analogy, but I nothing really... My sucks. uncle thought for the longest time when he was a little kid that... Because um, he was the, the youngest of five? Five or six? He thought that the way his mom had gotten pregnant was that my grandpa gave her a rose, and then, boom, she was pregnant. Is that so, not? How isn't it, that how it works? I, th- I thought that was how it works. The fuck! I've been buying girls roses all these years for. Well, shit! How many kids do you what have running around? Fuck? You were just trying to get a bunch of random chicks pregnant. Are you fucking kidding me? The bachelor, the bachelor I, takes them off the show and then gets them impregnated. Yeah. I owe it to society to pass my genes on. All right, we can't right. let this perfection. Are those the genes the that the you don't enjoy? How they accentuate your junk, or the ones that do? <laughs> no, like, well, no. Because that was a real weird conversation. Because I bought these new jeans this week and, like, tried them on, sat down in the, you know, they have the fitting room, so, like, tried them on. You know, there's a bench in there, sat down to make sure they'd be comfy. And they felt fine. And then I get them home and, like, oh, wait, these are too tight in the nuts. These crush my balls when I sit down. (laughs) Fucking great. Here's another pair of jeans I'll never, ever wear again. Take them back. Can I do that? I already took the tags off. That's so? fine. Give them the tags. I farted. I farted in them. Will they still take them back? I wore them for a whole day. Just dust them off a few times. <laughs> Where did you buy them? Walmart. Oh, oh they'll take them Walmart, back. Walmart will take back half-eaten bags of M&Ms. Yeah, but they were only like... <laughs> I think they were like 20 bucks regular, and they were like 60% off, so it was like 8 bucks or something. I don't want to be that guy who returns $8 jeans. Eight dollars. You're the guy that buys jeans from Walmart. It's true. Because I don't give a fuck. What do I care? I need Neither something. Walmart. I need something to save the world were from these, the sight of my bare ass. Is were these like the the Brett Favre Lee Wranglers that are <laughs> stiff as cardboard when you put them on, and you have to work construction sites for ten years before they finally become comfortable? No, he accidentally <laughs> got stiff, the uh, the Miley Cyrus brand jeans that oh, uh, Walmart sells there to 11 and 12 year old girls. That would make sense <laughs> as to why they're a little tight in the front. Also, <laughs> tighter jeans are something you just got to get used to, but yeah, in the no, end, I totally... they just feel much better, I feel. I like baggy jeans. I, I, I like Although, a little bit of bag in my scientifically, jeans. scientifically, tight jeans are terrible for male reproduction. That's why, supposedly, Scottish men are the most virile, because they wear kilts and their junk just hangs out all the time. <laughs> it's all about airflow, man. It's like growing... It's like being a farmer. I'm not talking about tight jeans. I'm not talking about those Lee Wranglers. I'm talking about just kind of well-fitting jeans. Yeah, not baggy. Skinny jeans can go to hell. I like baggy. I I just... So there's no Ed Hardy's in Oliver's closet. No. No, Ed Oliver is all about the well-fitting jeans. All about them. 100%. Don't even... 
You They're subscribe to Gentleman's Quarterly. Don't even tell me you're, you don't give a shit about what your jeans feel with, like. With the inactivity I, I've been subject to lately, they're ch- kind of getting into, like, tight jeans territory. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's, you're like, oh, jeans are getting tight. I gotta, no. gotta get back on the old treadmill. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my sign. <laughs> and actually, I have been hitting the gym and, like, the pool and stuff. I've been hitting the pool. That's crazy. Do you have a pool in your building? Yep. That's all right. Yeah, swimming, swimming laps. I can yeah. barely swim, but th- th- that, again, that's something I'm working on as well. Well, when end time comes, I mean, you're going to have to, unless you want to be a useless, like the Art. little brother or Ellie, you want to be a, a you know, someone's <laughs> got to carry you across all the water. Are you, you know, people actually, from an island surrounded yeah, entirely by like, water? I hate hearing this. What do you mean, yes, your people? My people are, but I was born in Canada. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> racist. Landlocked Alberta, Canada. His parents, his parents swam to America, <laughs> and <then laughs> after that, I mean, why does Oliver doesn't need? He's here. He doesn't need to know how to swim. They, yeah, exactly. They swam to Canada and be like, I don't want to subject my son to this shit, so I'm taking him inland. Go as far away from the water as we can. He's not learning how to swim. <laughs> Landlocked. Right. That was um, an statement. No, actually, a funny thing, bringing this back to video games, which is the topic of our podcast often, is another reason why I kind of want to swim, uh, learn how to swim, is because playing through Assassin's Creed, like, that guy swims like crazy, and I'm like, I want to be just like him. <laughs> I feel like the amount of shit that he has on him, though, would just sink him to the bottom yeah. of the ocean instantly. I bet, I bet one of those pistols weighs, like, 20 pounds, and he has, like, four yeah, on his chest. Yeah, and boots. You always see in the movies, they always take off their boots first. Yeah, and he's I'm got like, those, those big, like, flowing assassin robes. Those can't be light. Maybe yeah, he's well. got webbed toes, and that's why he has to take his boots off. Hey, hands like fish hooks, toes like a merman. feet. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, I've been, I've been, I'm trying to get my tight-fitting jeans into well-fitted jeans. That's trying to trying to learn how to do that one where you are in the water and you grab the guy and then you pull him down into the water and he goes. Yeah, that's the Templar's favorite one. I was gonna say, show me that one because that is my favorite. Uh, Let's swing it back here, Kev. What uh, did you play? Did you play any games? Did you really play any games? I played one game. Is it the game uh, that we all played? It is the game we all played. Sweet. Let's talk Let's about get, it. Let's get into some spoiler territory then, man. Yeah. Just yeah. Just can like we? That. Can, sure. Just yeah. Fuck these guys. If uh, we're gonna spoil <laughs> the Wolf Among Us episode two, don't for, throw me under the bus. Uh, for the next, uh, I, I would say twenty minutes. You know what though? If you haven't if you haven't listened to it, uh, stop watching this. Go play it. It's not very long, and then uh, come back and hear what we have to say. Yeah, Spoil it was. Away. It was uncomfortably short. I felt it was too short. Really, I thought the length was. It standard. felt like it was. It was about hour and a half, maybe hour forty five. Yeah, hour and it's a half. just because it had like zero interaction in this yeah. one. This was just pure Everything plot dump. Everything was just plot dump and talking to people and maybe a little bit of conversation. But there wasn't even a lot of conversation options in this one. No, there's there's like two action sequences and you. I think you only had like three major decisions to make. I sort of realized partway through this one that I really like the way they set up the conversations and the way they sort of let you build the character 
the mm-hmm. way you want it to be. Like, they all totally lead to the same response, but it's just something about picking what he says. Like, it feels real natural. It just flows. Like, I don't know. Yeah. They, yeah, they do as long as you, real good with those conversations. As long as you stay within the same vein of the character that you're trying to build. Like, I'm trying to build that that Big B who's all about justice, and he's he, he started out a huge dick, but then um, he's starting to realize that he's not going to win anybody over by being like that, so he's choosing the more I'm trying to be a better person approach. But if you're just kind of, like, randomly jumping back and forth, it, it could feel a little disjointed, I feel like. I'm going to be nice to this guy and a huge dick to this person. Then three sentences later, I'm going to go back to be nice. And well, that's, that's totally that's your something fault. I though, sort of, that. Yeah, that's yeah, something I sort of realized. Bipolar, Big B. <laughs> he plays favorites, hates kids. I sort of <laughs> rationalize it to myself that uh, human Big B and wolf Big B are like always competing, sort of like Batman and Bruce Wayne. And so when he's being a dick, it's like that's the wolf is kind of poking through. And then when he's like, he's like talking to a kid in this one, and he's got to be real sweet and real. You, know, you can don't, tell don't he doesn't the kid. You can tell he doesn't want to be nice to the kid. Yeah, like, but he he's, always he's is suppressing. Looking. He's suppressing the wolf. It's the wolf among us. That's what. That's why it's called that. Also, like he's literally a wolf. Yeah, I feel like that leads more to everybody has got an inner wolf. Maybe Bruce Wayne's the mask. <gasps> Which one is the mask? Um, so, reading through the comic books, Big B is just to make a long story short. He has a soft spot for snow. Obviously, yeah. it shows. It shows a lot in this in this episode, but that's that's his background story. Like it goes, I guess when the adversary took over the. Um, what do they call the Fablelands or the Homelands? They call it, and that's where all that's where you got to stop because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Who is I the do, adversary? That's oh, who... okay. So these 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 fables are in New York City for a reason, right? And the reason is because this guy named the adversary um, took over their homeland. So is he supposed? Is he like also fable-esque? Is he magical? It's in the fable lands. He, they don't really mention much about him, but he is the reason why they are in, like, in real, like, real world. Yeah, okay, okay. Right? So, um, uh, so back when the adversary, uh, took over their lands, Big B, the Big Bad Wolf, was pretty much the only one that could stand up to the adversary and his minions. Well, not really the adversary, but his minions, right? So he was he was able to walk pretty much because he he was the one that was hunting down the fables, right? The the three little pigs, Little Red Riding Hood, and stuff. And he he was the bad guy. But since the adversary came, all of a sudden, like there's a there's a there's a worse yeah enemy of my enemy type of type of thing. Yeah. So. Um, as the story goes, he was kind of just out there, and he saw what the adversary was doing. He was he was wreaking havoc on on these fabled lands, and uh, he didn't like that because they were they they were horning in on his like his game. So then he started to antagonize them by attacking their camps and and killing their troops and stuff, uh, and to the, to the point where he would actually. Uh, kill their envoys or whatever, and then just release their prisoners. So, in effect, he became kind of like a hero in some of these fables' eyes. 
Follow me? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, and then, I'm entranced by the story. And then as the story goes, uh, he actually saved Snow White and her sister, Rose Red. And he actually became infatuated with Snow White. And so um, that's, that is sort of like just the seed in which the, their relationship is in, in, in New York City in this, in this real world. He's not the only one who's infatuated with Snow White at this Apparently. particular point in the story. But so knowing that, I'm I'm kind of playing it like, okay, well, you know, I'm still Big Bad Wolf. I'm going to be a dick to everybody, but I have a soft spot in my heart for Snow White. And when I thought she was dead, I was about to, I, I was going to just like turn turn the city inside out. Did you beat out. the shit out of that guy in the very yeah. beginning when you were yeah. interrogating him? Yeah, so did I actually. I, I didn't really beat the shit out of him, but you know, I. I let him know who's the interrogator in this situation. Like Actually, I didn't think I, what I was doing to him was that big of a deal. I was kind of in that same situation. Like I didn't do every option I had to inflict pain on him, and then when uh, spoilers, the real Snow White comes bursting in, is like, "Woody, I can't believe you do that to someone." You're like, "Well, I didn't rip his arm off. I didn't. You, you guys know, all. You I didn't guys put all my had, fingers uh, in his eyes like I do to someone later in this episode. Oh man, that was crazy too." You guys yeah. all had uh, woodsman interrogating at the beginning. No, I had uh, D or yeah, um, D as well. I think it was D. Yeah, I, it was had, D. Just, I had the woodsman. So and it, it's it was sort of cool. I don't know if you guys really realized, but um, because Amber Amber played pretty much the exact same time as I played, and we were talking about it after, and I was telling her how D was like, oh well, I was there, I was there because uh, Faith stole some stuff from my boss. There's my pizza. Um, but what Woodsman had a different story, and it was pretty interesting to know. Anyways, yeah. keep going. Get, Sorry. get that pizza. We'll keep chatting. Yeah. I uh, I just want to point out, I totally called it. And the last episode, I knew Snow White wasn't dead. I knew it. I th- as soon as that happened, I was so pissed off. I'm like, you I... went from a huge like like the story was going fine, and then they're like, oh no, here's a 180. I feel like, like they you, did it well were... though. You were pissed I don't think they did it well at dead? all. I think her just barging into there and being like, oh, I was investigating something that we're going to just totally gloss over and then yeah. move on from. Well, that for, was a bit of a cop. But you do, you do follow though, up on that after. For the longest time, though, I actually, um, as they were investigating the, the other body, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, maybe maybe Snow really did die and somebody is impersonating her until the That's, that's kind of what I still off. think. Like... Because this is a, a they set up that this is a universe where anyone can look like anyone else, where um, it's really think, hard to kill anyone. I don't and, think they actually killed off Snow White. I think they they pretty definitively said that Snow White's alive, and it was somebody else looking like her. But May, the way did that they, they or was when she because she there's that corpse on the uh, on the slab, and then like the the glamour falls off and it turns back into the troll. Or is that when the glamour got put on? No. And maybe she is dead, no. and the fake Snow White is the fucking, is still a fake Snow White. I think she is. I was real short with, because she was being, like, unusually short with you. Like, it, I don't, it's just, I, I think don't she's, think so. That would be such because a mindfuck. That would be, it wouldn't fit. That would be way better than the way that they're doing it now. With the way that the first episode ended, and the way that the second one started, it makes me think that... Uh, what's his name? Who? Big you know. D? No, uh... 
fucking headless horseman guy. Ichabod Crane. Ichabod. It makes me think that Ichabod is being set up as well. Uh, yeah, me too. Actually, yeah. It's like he. You know what? Just because you pay a troll to put on a glamour because you want to fuck Snow White doesn't make you a murderer. I mean, that's all they know, right? Is they know that the the troll got killed in the same spot, and that Crane was there. Or you know, someone who looks like someone who looked like Crane was We're there. We're gonna start going down that road, huh? Like glamour on glamour on glamour. Well, no, well they made... already opened the door by yeah. fucking us at the very beginning of the episode. They yeah. mentioned like they did a great job. If they mention it in the in the very first episode, they clearly tell you this is a thing that that happens in this world because you get on Toad for it, right? You're like, you better have your glamour next time I come back, and uh, and then they really kind of show you like what the impact of this would be in a quote-unquote real-life scenario. It's, I think it's incredibly well done. And, uh... I don't... Like, I like discovering new things about that universe. So, yeah, yeah. I... We're just, we're just talking about uh, the, the kind of big reveal at the very, very end where you find out that, um... Without going too much into it, it was, cr- it was Crane, basically, you yeah, find out. Yeah. But... As far as we know, it's just somebody that looked like Crane. It not he, necessarily is Crane, because anyone can glamour to look like anyone, right? Yeah. Um, pizza, sir. Awesome. There's, Thank you, there's, Kevin. There's one plot point You're that wrong. bothered me that I, that I think felt really forced and didn't really fit, is when Bigby and um, Beauty were going up to room 207, and just suddenly, out of nowhere, Beast shows up. Like, why the fuck would Beast be there? Yeah, for no reason, right? Like, he was I, just... like, if anything, Beauty should have turned around and said, "Why are you here? Who are you meeting?" But this is well, the thing. Obviously, that... she he followed her, right? Like, it's logical. He yeah. thinks she's cheating on him, so he's gonna follow her. But she had been working there at the at the at the front desk, presumably for the entire night. So why wouldn't he have gone in and confronted thought, her then? I yeah, thought he yeah. followed Bigby. Because Maybe he, he did follow Bigby. Yeah, because he confronts Bigby, and you're like kind of shifty. If you you either tell him like, "Yeah, I saw Beauty," or you're like. Nope. Like, really shiftily. I just imagined that he sort of tailed Bigby, and as soon as he saw him going into this whorehouse, he's like, I gotta I gotta find out what's going on. Was it even Beast? They, Who they knows? Don't, they don't oh, cover Jesus. that. But, um, I'm guessing you guys covered the whole, um, uh, did you guys talk about, um, Snow not being dead? Yeah. yeah I called that. Kind of I super called that. I, I, I think it's super stupid. I too. think my theory right now is that it's like a super double mindfuck and that she is dead and that she is the corpse on the slab and that when she turned into the troll, that was when the glamour was put on and that the that there's a fake snow wandering around. You are totally just totally trying yeah. to... I'm hoping, well, hold on, because... Uh, that, that would be so good. Are you telling me that wouldn't be a fucking on, let me, incredible let me back twist? Up Matt's, let me back up Matt's theory for a second here because... The, the moment she turned back was when Bigby and Snow were off talking and Crane was the only one looking at the body. Yeah, and also Crane makes you give him the glamour, doesn't he? You pull the glamour out of her pocket and Crane... That like, wasn't you should, glamour. That's not really glamour, that's just like a little... Well, thing. you thought, don't know what it is. No, it's the a charm, magical guess, talisman yeah. thing, right? I thought the charm was the glamour. I guess, they yeah, they're going to tell was, us. right? Yeah. So who knows? Because then he, he opens it. And then a short while after, she changes. So I, I could totally that's, see it being nah, like that's it's sealed. Legit. It's sealed in, and then Bigby opened it like they knew he would, and then it made the body transform. That's the big question legit. is, what happens if you don't pry open the hand? Isn't that where you find the thing, or is that no, something no, else it's in, in her the pocket? Hand? Oh, it's in her pocket. 
She has a flower that, in her hand. That t- that stuff just feels sort of contrived. And I think you mentioned it earlier, Matt, where you're like, I don't know what you said, but it was it was the last episode where, oh, we were talking about uh, beauty and her her relationship with uh, Beast Big B. Oh yeah, okay. And I think you were like, uh, it would be shitty if they were withholding information, but. In, in in any case, it just feels contrived. But they weren't like they 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 are, but they weren't. It's that thing uh, the, with any sort of twist movie where they give you all these very clear signs that once you know what the twist is, you can go back and be like, oh look, they very clearly told me. But because mm-hmm. we don't know what that end game is yet, like they very clearly well, tell us about glamours because you you uh, you get on Toad's case that he doesn't have one, and that pig that lives at your house, and uh, like they they set it up and then. They just go fucking nuts with it, which I think is great because they're giving you the information, but you don't really, as a character, understand how far that stuff can go. Because yeah, right. Bigby himself is doesn't know anything about glamours. That's why he, he's asking all the questions. And when you uh, discover that charm, I think on that I think you're getting a little too convoluted with it. I mean, it, it'd be cool if it were that way, but I don't think they're going to go that in depth with it. I mean. You're, you're sitting here saying these guys. This is the fucking Walking yeah. Dead guys that no, had you at, shoot a kid in an attic. But nothing is off limits. Like anymore. Oliver was saying in the comics. I mean, Telltale's pretty accurately state they, they stay pretty accurate to the comics, and Big so, D and Snow have a pretty big relationship throughout the series of the comics, right, Oliver? Yeah. Okay. And it feels so, it feels weird well, see, though when Snow comes back like she's ta- the way she talks and speaks to you like everything felt sort of off. Okay, so here's my here's my theory on that is that she knows some shit that she's not telling Big B. Maybe she knows that Crane's in on this. Yeah, she knows that she's not Snow. Maybe she's I bet she's I bet she's Rose. I bet she's her sister. I don't think that Oh I shit, that's think, right. They did bring up yeah, that. I because they they spend a lot of time giving you little tidbits about her sister, so I fucking bet that that is her sister. I think it's gotta either be Either that or they'll just... Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. Uh, you know what? Either that or they'll end up being twin sisters. Like, I'm not convinced... Let me... I'm not convinced that Snow was the corpse on the table, but I'm, I am convinced that the Snow White you interact with after she returns is not the real Snow White. Maybe Snow White is, like, captive somewhere else, but I don't think that is the real Snow White. This whole, like, um, glamour thing and, like, people not seeming who they are or not being who they're, they seem reminds me of, I think it was um, Mission Impossible 3 where everybody just had the, the, the face that they ripped off and it was like, that's not Tom Cruise, it's <laughs> Wasn't that Mission Impossible else. 1? Wasn't that the very first one? Uh, that's I think all, it's all, all Mission, Mission Impossible like that. <laughs> it reminds me of Battlestar. It's like the Cylons. They look like yeah. people, but they're not people. Or are they people? <gasps> Robotic DNA. Uh, this one, uh, especially that, that part where you're investigating the um, Room 207 and fucking beauty is just hanging out. Yeah, and I like, know. You- what kind of a cop am, am I, right? I, was, I, I told her to wait outside and she didn't. And Bigby's <laughs> just like, yeah, whatever. I could use someone in here to bounce ideas off of. Well, I'm, I'm not point, convinced they... that it's not beauty, also, because, like, she was just chirping in. I'm like, let me investigate. Get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, to that point, like, I was checking stuff out, and then it would it would bounce to beauty, and she'd come with some stupid dialogue, and I was getting super annoyed, and, like, 
I, as 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 Bigby, I'd be like, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm it, trying to do work. I don't need your input. And I even her, went to talk uh, to her too, and she, you, you, there was no option to tell her to leave. It's yeah. just like, yeah, she's stuck here. She's in a state of shock. She's in a room filled with blood. All her Why is she quips, there? Get the fuck out! Holy all Christ. her little quips are like, like it's pretty obvious what like someone was murdered here. Blah blah blah. Yeah. There's a, a half-eaten apple on the floor. They were re- recreating this weird sex scene for of Snow White. I and like, that. Every time it chimes over to Beauty, she's like. The murderer must have been hungry. You're like, no, you idiots. It's the apple from... Ah. Like, it's just the most... Like, she was intentionally just being a retard, which... Just trying to throw you off. But, again, like, that could just be uh, Telltale, like, throwing you these red herrings. Yeah, Yeah, and what happens when you choose one of the not right answers. That's the thing you gotta consider. Yeah. I don't know. I, I stabbed my fingers into beast size and went, ooh. And that was, was crazy. And then he was totally fine, which sort of bummed me out because yeah. I was like, I just fucking shut beast up for good. And then yeah. he gets up and still has his eyes. And you're like, oh. Yeah, okay. he's just like pouring yeah, blood out of the I was freaking like, out when that happened. Too. Well, if Woodsman can take an axe to the back of the head, yeah. beast yeah. can take wolf claws to the eyes. That was a cool fight, though. Like, that, that matchup, as it was happening, I'm like, that would be a good matchup. Like, beast in beast form and wolf in wolf form? Yeah. I think uh, next episode we see Big Bad Wolf, like, is 100% Big Bad Wolf. Yeah. Well, it showed yeah. you at the end. Yeah. That, that's going to be cool. So, you, Matt, you honestly don't think it's Crane that did it. You think he's being set up. No, obviously he's being I don't, set up. I, I disagree. Because Crane, I think Crane is too smart for that. He's why he's too smart to leave. He's too smart to leave a fucking picture of himself creeping on this corpse. Then why would he be the standing bed? at the the magic mirror watching the shit unfold and then smash it when he sees because it? Because he's a suspicious motherfucker. And because earlier in the episode, I was just a dick to him. He was like broken up because he thought Snow White was dead, and I'm like, yeah, you treated her like shit. This I is think your he's, fault. I think he's pissed off because he's a perv that that dropped something no, and forgot about it. He's no. just a conniving motherfucker, and he... I don't know why he broke the mirror. That no, was a I little know. weird. He obviously broke the mirror because if he's being set up, nobody believes him to begin with. He's not going to get arrested. Yeah, he's got to run to clear his name, and what's the one thing that's going to stop him from running? Oh, the magic mirror that shows Bigby exactly where he is. But the, by, by running, the you are pretty much admitting guilt. No. No, big yeah. like Bigby is yeah. not one for reason. No. Bigby is the kind of guy who like kicks the door down and says, "Crane, I know you would you you killed this person who looked like Snow White, you sicko." And Crane goes, "No, I didn't." And then Bigby rips his head off. See, that's so, not like, my Bigby. Get the fuck out of there. I Crane is such a conniving, suspicious bastard that it it's totally in his character to just up and be like, "I." But I it would get out also be within his character to be the pervy guy who wants to. He, his, he's around Snow all the time. It's her. It's his assistant, yeah. and he doesn't want to make a move on her, so he decides to go with the second best thing and on. get like some sort of kinky shit out of it. A picture of yourself under the bed that you murdered her in? Maybe. Yeah. Come on. Here's the thing. He had an entire body to dispose of, so something may have fallen out. It was tucked under the rug. It maybe It was in out. a folder. There was more than one picture so in there, So maybe he took the pictures so that he could keep them for later. Murders keep mementos of shit. That's, I don't hold on. It. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. You, somebody here, I'm pretty sure it was Eric, finished saying that uh, Crane is too smart to be set up. If he's too smart to be set up, 
why would he leave the hotel room like that? Why would he A, kill her in a hotel room, B, leave it in that state, and C, drop something while he's disposing of the body? That's true. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then, also, he was the one who was... Well, he did... Didn't he just mysteriously show up at one point? Like, when you get the body back, he just sort of... Showed up showed in the basement. Up. Yeah, and oh, I guess you're, uh, you're, in the, you're in the basement well, no, of his knew, office, though, right? He knew right? where it was. He's... He's set up as, like, the leader of your yeah, people. I, I guess he has that mirror, too. That's weird. Do you so think maybe... they'll fix the mirror? Do you think the mirror is gone for good? Do you think they'll be able to fix it? I hope so. I it's kind of but I like that thing. thing. I think it's dumb. No way, it's I like dumb, that thing. Yeah. It's no, real it's, dumb. It's like the monkey paw. Like, it never shows you what you want to see. It just kind of gives you a glimpse that exactly fucks with you. what the person is doing at that moment. That's what it does. I, I sort of liked how, well, this is a small thing, but I liked how when Bigby would ask it something, Bigby would just be struggling for a rhyme because <laughs> that's what you have to do. And he'd be yeah. like, Tweedledum, that piece of scum. Yeah, that was pretty uh, good. I, I sort of didn't like how, like, after, I guess, with with a five-episode five thing, you kind of have to get on with it, but even if... Uh, what's it? Crane? What is the guy or whoever the the target, or the murderer in this case? I I, I don't like how it was just uh exposed this scene. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's another thing that makes me think it's not going to be him because, like Oliver said, it's five episodes long. They're not going to well, drop their biggest hand. In are they two. at the point though where they could be like, it Think- was Crane, and then you spend the next two episodes of like. Oh, we figured out it really wasn't Crane, and then Think in episode about... five, you're like, "Oh yeah, it totally was. It was Crane the whole time. We showed you in episode two. You, we just fucked with you guys the whole time." <laughs> That's no, exactly what that. they did in The Walking Dead season two. They dropped, they they gave you essentially who the killer was at the end of episode two. You mean yeah, but you didn't one? actually meet, you didn't you didn't put a name to the to the to the thing like it was. They just... didn't give you. They didn't tell you at all who the killer you, was. You didn't well, even no, they know didn't that they tell were... you, but they gave you like they the pieces you... were there to figure not, it out when you walk not, up to that uh... that that station wagon. That wasn't nearly as. It, I, I nobody in the world could have fucking connected that. That was one of those no. things where. And that's kind of where we're at with this point, too. So if we're going to agree that it's not really Crane, there's got to be some obvious piece of evidence that we're technically overlooking. I don't think the car was that up. Maybe it's the magic mirror. Maybe it's the mirror, and that's why Crane figured out it was the mirror, and then he fucking (laughs) smashed it. Maybe it's Buffkin. No way. Buffkin's way too happy-go-lucky. He just wants to get drunk off wine. And have sex with snow. Sure. Does he? No. No. Oh, which one? I was gonna say in? maybe he's, he's a little the green, green flying, flying monkey. monkey, flying monkey. Oh fuck! Wizard of Oz or whatever what that's a, from. What about that Georgie Porgy scene? That guy, that guy was kind of cool. How did you guys play that out? What? Who? Georgie, Georgie Porgy. Porgy in the strip club. Oh, oh the <laughs> the tattooed the fucking yeah. pikey the pikey the pikey yeah. The only thing uh, I smashed I broke was the all TV. his shit. I broke, I broke everything. All of his shit, and then <laughs> so I didn't, did I. didn't attack him. I didn't break a single thing or attack him and got exactly what I wanted. Really? Uh, see, that's yep. kind of shitty. Yeah. Because well, yeah, at the very end, when you almost destroy the keg, you find the trap door, and then yeah. I didn't destroy the, 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 the DJ booth. I like, I'm going to destroy this. And then he's how like, did, okay, back up. How did he destroy you. the keg? Because, I mean, that's a huge friggin' piece of steel. He's the big bad wolf. He's what really, he... really strong. So what did he do to it? Tear it in half? I don't know. You said, said you destroyed you all this shit. 
What do you? There's the keg, the very last one. Second no, the keg's the trap door. I don't think he actually just like he goes. He like looks at it and then he sees the trap door and he's like, "Oh, what's this?" I don't think he actually hmm, destroys the end one. I, I every time I had the option to break something, I broke something. So did I. <laughs> also, Eric. that game has titties. <laughs> that was totally out of left field. That was kind of weird, and especially in like the weird cartoon pop art type. And especially the context. It's the Little Mermaid is a stripper. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. That's hilarious, though. You're like, I'm looking at the Little Mermaid's naked breast right now. <laughs> it's weird. Hey, here's a question. What? Um, okay, obviously a lot of a lot of these fables are like um, Disney stories, right? Mm-hmm. And Little Mermaid being one. Is Ariel being the like the named Little Mermaid in the movie Little Mermaid, Ariel, that's who we sort of know as Little Mermaid. But is that like a Disney property? Is that I, why? No. I think that... Hans that, Christian that, Anderson, isn't it? Yeah. That's a, that's a fable before it was a Disney story, I think. Wasn't yeah. it? Sure. Yeah, it's like... Uh, her name's not Ariel playing... in the game. She says no, her name. It's, it's not it's Ariel. Marissa. Side yeah. note. And I was playing a uh, 90s version of Truly Pursuit, and one of the questions was... What is the first Disney movie that was an original idea? What and was that it? was The Lion King. Even that wasn't, wasn't an, original an original idea, idea anyway. They stole it directly from a Japanese animation. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. But yeah, like every shot single for other shot. one that was out before that was like a um, like a story or a fable. Yeah. But yeah. even even like Beauty is named Beauty, wherein Disney she's named Belle. So it was like. Are those kind of Disney properties that they can't just use? Obviously, right? No, I don't think so. I think that they're just lending it to what we know, and then maybe maybe Ariel doesn't want to be known as that, so she gave herself a different name. Well, I think no, I think it's like two different takes on the, like there is a Beauty and the Beast story that goes back to hundreds of years or whatever. Disney has their take, and then Wolf Among Us has their take. It's not like I don't think it's they look at the Disney movies and then design their characters based on whatever's the Disney movies. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Eric. What? You said that you neither broke his shit nor harmed him. How did how did that go? Like, did you just not answer? No, it was cool because um, I'm trying to build that that uh, Big B who's trying to trying to prove himself as not just this impulsive um, murdering beat him up type person you know because snow snow sees a better person within him so i'm trying to build towards that yet like matt was saying before you can still see that wolf peeking through at moments and it's like it's on him to to quell that um so in there it didn't feel authentic because it's like i've got this cricket bat i'm gonna beat the shit out of your tv and then <laughs> he doesn't and then he goes to the next thing so it's pr- i think georgie porgy would have been smart enough to call his bluff at one point so to go through five different things and just not beat it up break it into shit it's it it felt a little disjointed but it was kind of cool to see that you could make those decisions yeah that's kind um, of i don't know i like the big b that i'm playing out as because like when i was interrogating i didn't punch him i didn't hit him i didn't burn him and it actually i felt like it played out more authentically because you're trying to build somebody's trust and if you go about stabbing cigarettes into their eye sockets <laughs> they're not really gonna reveal as much shit to you as if you give them a smoke and a drink it's exactly what they want George See, that's the thing, though. though. I beat the crap out of him for a little bit, and then as soon as he started answering the questions, that's when I offered him the wine or the the whiskey. 
And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I now drank you the whiskey. whiskey after beating the crap out of him. And he's like, well, you're cooperating now. And he actually says it along the lines of that. And it's pretty yeah, cool. that's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like how it played out. Um, it, it was... Does anybody know the story of Georgie Porgy? Nope. Neither do I. Not at all. But uh, great conversation starter. I bet he. I should have looked in the Book of Fables. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't read his entry in the Book of Fables, which yeah, is usually you know like I, my I go-to. Was, I, was, I don't think you could go to the Book of Fables in this one because isn't it in that main office? And no, you, yeah, you uh, could no, go no, to no. it anytime no, you press in, start. In, you can yeah, go to your oh. your little notes. Your Book of Fables. Yeah, oh. not, not the Book of Fables. But um, we met Bluebeard. I don't. He seems like a rat bastard, kinda. Looks like in the in the next episode he becomes the temporary mayor. Yeah, he's gonna Seize make his moves. power. What's so, the story of Bluebeard? I don't know that. I don't know the particular story, but he is like he is a player in the comic books. Like he's some sort of like. Is he a legitimate fable? He's some sort of lord. I don't know what the fable is, but yeah. Uh, is his he a story... pirate. No, his story is like he'll marry, he'll marry, and then uh, sometime later his his wives will disappear, and so he's gone on like this for years and years and years. And the one, the one wife, his wives. the one wife that he eventually marries, like he has to go out on business or do whatever the hell he does, and he's like, okay, well you have free reign of the castle, do whatever you want, just don't look in this one closet. And she happens to look in this closet, and it's all of the bodies of her of his murdered wives, and that's the pretty much the story that they give us. And so he's he is like a bad guy, right? It, it, they give zero information about him in in this game, unless you read those 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 stories. But uh, that's his backstory, and I don't know how it's going to play out in the game, but in the comic book, everybody's everybody's pretty wary of him. He like, seems like a douche. One of the stories is like he's 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 arranged to marry Rose Red, that's uh Snow White's sister, but mm-hmm. Snow White or Rose Red knows his story, so she sort of backs out of the deal and that just causes some situation. Isn't uh isn't Rose like missing at present apparently in this universe? Yeah. Well, she, uh Snow hasn't hasn't spoken to her in a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Does nothing's it... really we may have covered this, but Oliver, you you're more you're probably further into the comics than I am. I think I'm only on the third or fourth. But uh, does this take place before or after? That's something I'm unclear of. Um, especially before uh, before I played the second episode, where we all thought Snow was dead. Like I was super unclear of when this takes place. I've heard that it happens before. Is it, it canon cause... though? It could couldn't it be? Whenever yeah, I, don't, I don't know about that either. That's something I'm I'm really curious about because I'd I'd like to know. I wonder if it's like The Walking Dead where they just kind of did it as a parallel reality of it. You know, like well, this is wa- our take on it. With The Walking Dead, it happens in parallel with like Rick Grimes' story. Yeah, it's supposed to be so like as it's Rick- canonical in the sense that That's they right. never interact because yeah. you meet, you technically meet Glenn, Glenn and, and Herschel. Herschel. And and then they they break off and eventually they meet Rick and have the, the 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 main Walking Dead story, where you're supposed to think that uh, Clementine and her story is happening elsewhere. As far as uh, fables goes, I I don't know. I need to I need to read up more on that. But I, I I'm I'm really curious to see as as uh, 
to where it lies in that world. Hmm. It's a heck of a game. Yeah, you guys are you guys pretty interested in this in the in the story and like the lore? Of this I game? I super am. Yeah, I like it. It's a good change of pace. I I, I was I, I kind of like that there isn't a whole ton of action. Like Walking Dead, there's a ton of action and fighting off zombies and stuff. Like I actually just kind of like the the investigative aspect of it. I really like when uh, uh, games take magic, but like real life, real life it a little bit. Like it's it's gritty and it's how it would sort of be in real life, like the glamours and stuff. You know, you're buying black market magic basically, and I think that's really neat. I like when games do that. What were you gonna say, Kev? Uh, I don't remember now. What were we talking about? Out of football, Super Bowl. <laughs> Wolf Superb Among Owl. Us, episode two. Apparently, the girl, and I, I know I brought this up before, but the girl who voices Clementine does Toad, and she also is the voice of Beauty. I picked up on that during this She episode. doesn't do Toad. She does Toad's she kid. Does, that's what I meant, Toad oh, Jr. Yeah, Toad's and, kid. Toad and she Jr. also does Beauty. Yeah, I totally picked that up on while I was playing. And someone was just saying that the guy who voices Beer, Bluebeard also did Lee. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. I was wondering where, like, I recognized the voice, but I couldn't quite place it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what? I did, too. I was yeah. like, I was listening right. to him, like, he sounds pretty familiar. I didn't actually yeah. make that connection, though. Yeah, voice actors. They voice 10,000 characters. See, that's the the great part about not giving a shit about voice actors, because you don't spend your entire time playing games being like, you know, I recognize that from somewhere. Unless it is uh, Nathan Drake or whatever the hell his name is. Nolan North. Yeah. Well, no way. Troy, Troy Baker is the shit nowadays. Yeah. Tr- Troy Baker is totally the new Nolan North. And I'm actually super looking forward to Infamous and seeing how he uh, does his performance in that game. Is he the lead? Yeah. Wow. Troy? Yeah. Is the, like the kid? The Infamous? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know his name, but... Yeah, now they're the infamous. The yeah. infamous. <laughs> uh, Wolf Among Us, it's great. If you haven't played it and you just listened to all those spoilers, I guess you're dumb, but you should go play it. <laughs> Heck of a game. Uh, Walking Dead, Episode 2, Season 2. I heard that's supposed to come out this month sometime. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Man, I'm going to have so many games to play to talk about on this show. (laughs) Those guys are so busy. I I figured they'd take another month. Yeah, fuck it. Hmm. If they can do uh, Wolf Among Us at the beginning of the month and Walking Dead at the end of the month, that's like... But they're also doing two more games, aren't they? Yeah, whatever. Well, they're gearing up for two more games. See, okay, well, on that that same thing, if they're working working on them side by side, something I was super annoyed at with this game... Was like the, the 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 technical glitches in this game. Like it feels disjointed. Mine was my my game was really choppy. Like yeah, all the times yeah, the you guys were talking about the Walking Dead one, and yeah. when you were saying it was choppy in the Walking Dead, I didn't have any of that. But this one was real choppy yeah. for me, especially no, well, on the, the like previously on the Wolf Among Us. Like that part yeah, of me yeah. was that's, fu- that's I right it where was it fucked crash. up too. Yeah. I had, like, that happened in The Walking Dead for me, but I didn't really care for it. Like, I didn't really notice it, and I didn't really make a big deal out of it. But after playing Wolf Among Us um, and noticing it, I was super annoyed. I'm like, man, you guys need to, like, 
they need to polish that up a little bit because it, it it sucks. Well, that's what makes me wonder if there's actually two different teams working on it. Because well, it this ju- was it the just... this episode was super super delayed. Remember, it was delayed like mm-hmm. months and months, and they said they were having all sorts of problems and yada 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 yada. So who the fuck knows? What when happened? did the first episode come out? November? Yeah, October. Yeah, October. October, yeah. Jesus, that was a long time ago. So, yeah, so to, I mean, like... To delay it five months for an hour and a half episode? Jesus. Because they but were having it's... problems, man. Technical problems are technical problems. What can you do? If yeah. they have two different teams, and if they do it <clears throat> in this staggered form so that they can have that time to sort of give it a little bit of polish, I would really appreciate that. Because... That being said, it I would rather... Really bothered uh, me this, this time around. I would rather have it be choppy but come out every month then have it run great and come out every five months yeah Yeah. i agree the choppiness it was annoying while it happened but it wasn't so annoying that it took away from the game because once it loaded it was good right yeah Mm -hmm. once you get out of that previously on shit then it's fine sometimes in the the scene switches it was a little choppy but once it caught back up it was fine I, I I thought it was okay. Like I did notice it right at the beginning, but after that, I was into the story enough and into the game enough that it was like, eh, whatever. I wasn't I wasn't nearly as offended as I was at The Walking Dead. That's weird because I'm I'm actually pretty offended now. Like you guys were with The Walking Dead because um it it ran fine for me and I played it through, uh but with Amber's game it actually it actually froze up on her and she she had to restart and I'm oh, like oh really that sucks yeah it does suck yeah. But I, I mean, like, it's not—it's not incredibly taxing on anything, is it? It's like cel shaded animation. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not a game maker. Yeah. yeah. Also, no it's on the PlayStation Three, and I've heard that thing is a fucking wreck to make games for. So, also, who knows? Apparently, they were having uh, issues with the season pass on Xbox One, where yeah. anybody who bought the season pass couldn't download Episode Two, that's and <laughs> that also sounds like that's, the that's worst. Much. Yeah. So, they're having their problems, but. It's a great game. Play it. Enjoy it. Eric, Peters, yep. uh, did you play any other games, Kev, before we uh, move on? No. Okay. Who are you kidding? No, I didn't. Yeah, I, well, I asked for posterity's sake. <laughs> what about you, Eric? Play any games? Let me tell you about a little game called Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc. That sounds tell like me. it's made up. Tell me about it. So I got an email from NIS America, and they're like, hey, here's a uh, a, a PSN voucher for Danganronpa. I'm like, what's this? So being a free review copy, I'm like, fine, I'll download it. I can't put the damn thing down. It's for the PlayStation Vita, and we were talking a little bit about it before the show, but it's essentially, and I've never played it, but it's essentially Persona with out the RPG elements of it. What is this game called? Dagon Ronpa. Just type in Trigger, Trigger Happy Havoc PS Vita. It's a, it, it was released in Japan in two parts, and then it, the PlayStation Portable had the version 1, and then there this is just Dagon Ronpa 1 um, that they've ported to the Vita. Okay, I hit images to look at some images, and the very first image is a straight-up hentai. Straight fucking <laughs> hentai. I shit you not. Well, there was, a, there was a TV series that spawned off it, I'm sure. People... Uh, uh, what what did you type at? in? Trigger Happy Havoc? Trigger Happy Havoc, and I hit images, and it is two what look like underage girls laying on... Oh, it's the same girl twice, and... It, uh, uh, 
This is weird. I don't know. I, you, Why I, did you tell me to Google? What the fuck did you tell me to the Google? The first picture I get is of the uh, Monokuma teddy bear. Uh, Matt's so, internet settings must be a little different. There's than another yours. one. Three images down, there's another one. Let me tell you about this game. So, the premise of it is there's this high school that exists that only the elite of the elite students get to go to. And if you go to this school and you graduate, your life is pretty much set for you. And, Sounds uh, like the school I went to. You play as. <laughs> Self-evidenced by Kevin Byer. Life set. Two two tablets. Um, so you play as this, this student who's walking up to the gate, and he can't quite figure out why he's been selected because everybody else on, this, on the student roster is the ultimate at what they do, like the ultimate pop sensation, ultimate coder, ultimate prodigy, ultimate sports star, martial artist, all that. So they've all got... Their their specialties in the, in in what they do. So he gets into this school and immediately shit starts going downhill. Um, come to find out that you have all been there's 15 of you in total and you've all been trapped in this school by this evil robotic teddy bear named Monokuma who's who's that if you look up a picture of him he's white and black like good and evil. And the whole premise of the game is you are trapped here, and the only way to get out is to graduate. And the only way you can graduate is by killing somebody and then getting away with it. That um, actually sounds exactly like the school I went to. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the first three hours of the game is basically you getting to know the people that are in there, and the personalities in this game are phenomenal. Everybody's super unique. You start to build relationships with people, and... Um, you're essentially trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And then about four hours into it, the girl that you're developing this deep relationship with is murdered. And that kind of sets the whole rest of the tone of the game. And after somebody is killed, you hold this, um, this, this class trial where you have to gather evidence and try to figure out who you think it is. And if you guess wrong, everybody else is executed except for the person who did the murder and they get to go free. But if you guess right that person gets executed and then the game continues on. So what impact does getting it wrong have? I haven't gotten that far. I just got to the very first student trial and then I we started the show. So do you also get executed? Theor- if from, you, maybe? It, I don't know. I'm assuming so because there's a, a... I don't know. There's a huge list of characters that you can see on the menu and it says deceased or alive, 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 deceased. So I'm assuming that... The first few, you're not going to be able to get wrong, but as you get later in the game, you might be able to get it wrong. Or it could just be one of those with alternate endings where, yeah, you fucked up and you died right away. You're terrible at this game. But Let me, um, let me just interject and ask you a quick question. How much is a PlayStation Vita? You can probably get one for 179 200 Okay, so trading my new tablet for a Vita would not be a good idea. No. Okay. What is up with this you game? You have PlayStation because, like, Plus. 90%, if I just type Trigger Happy Havoc and I go to images, like, 50% of these are f- straight-up hentai. Like, what What the fuck? Yeah, is, you must look at a lot of porn on your computers that your internet has known that's that not, you want the internet porn version of Happy. That's not like, how that works. That is exactly <laughs> how even that like, works. There's even, like, totally cos- cosplay pictures of what this I assume are scenes from the game, and girls got their titties out. Like, what's yeah, going it's a, on? It's like, a even I'm not getting that, game. but... 
It's a very sexual-oriented like, the game. Like, there's also there's a naked guy, I guess. Sure, okay. <laughs> oh, look, and now I'm now I've scrolled down far enough that I'm into body pillow designs of the same. <laughs> Im- uh, Jesus, it's it's interesting Man, because put your credit card away. Jesus, so much of this game is based on. on... It's not the only thing I got to put away. God. <laughs> <laughs> So much of this game is based on conversation with other people. I mean, you do get to explore the school a little bit, and it's it's all done through first-person mode. You walk around, you can investigate certain things, and they'll give you tips or clues on what's going on. But 90% of what you're doing is talking to other people, and you're building relationships with them. And the whole game is based on uh, time of day. So there's morning, afternoon, and then night. And when it's nighttime, you physically cannot be outside of your dorm room um, for risk of punishment and punishment is execution so everybody stays in their dorm room but during the day you get to go out and interact with people but that takes time so you have to pick and choose who you want to spend time with so if you suspect somebody of of being a murderer you're probably going to want to go and spend time with them but that's also going to take up time from spending with other people to convince them that you're not a murderer yourself so a lot of it is how you balance your relationships with people in the game I would be really interested to know if at the end of the game, in order to win, you have to commit a murder. See, and that's what I think it is, because you play this really kind-hearted person in the game, because you're just an ordinary Joe. And you've got some real dickhead, arrogant people in there, but some of the the other people are really down-to-earth, really cool. But the whole concept of it is you're completely cut off from the outside world. So he goes through this whole inner dialogue of, "I I can't personally relate to what these people are feeling, because suddenly everything on the outside is is gone for them. Uh, me, I didn't have anything important to that. And about two hours into the game, they show you a, each person a DVD of here's what's happening on the outside world. And in yours, it shows a, a picture of your family or video of your family saying, hey, we're so proud you got into this school. And then it clips away and that room is destroyed for you to presume that they've been killed. <laughs> so everybody has their own personal DVDs that you you assume that everything on the outside that they've once known is completely destroyed. So you don't, you can't relate to them. And it's kind of this process of you trying to relate to people that you have absolutely nothing in common with. So it sounds like somebody played and really liked persona and somebody played and really liked Phoenix, Wright And went, I bet we could put both these <laughs> games together and it would totally make sense. We they robot did. bears are going to capture people. Girls going to take their clothes off. All right, we got a game. Let's it did it really well. I, I don't like anime-style games. I mean, sometimes the voice acting is a little cheesy, and it's not 100% voice acted, and a lot of the stuff that you read, if it's if it's a character saying, like, what the hell, I didn't do that at the beginning, there would be a little voice clip, like, hey! And, like, shit oh, like yeah, that okay. comes up way, way too often. Or, like, no way! And then she'll go on to talk about something else, and it gets like really, really annoying. Exactly, like Fire Emblem, almost. But I... It's super intriguing. The story is is really really cool. There's a lot of plot twists that have popped up that I personally didn't see coming. Um, this this actually has me pretty interested. Like I know Persona I'm actually is pretty interested too. Persona I sent you guys that picture regarded. of the naked girl, and now you're like, <laughs> I got a five. I, I, yeah, okay, right. The, no, uh, it's the, just... the Vita potential unlocked. <laughs> it reminds. <laughs> Potential unlocked. This one and that game that Oliver was tweeting about where you gotta rub the titties? Hell yeah. That game, man. What's going on on this fucking handheld? Oh, man. Persona has me interested, but I do not want to, like, pour in, like, the time to play, like, an RPG like that. 
I've been told to get Persona 4 Golden, like that's the reason to own a Vita, but I've heard yeah, that you too. can easily spend 150 hours on that game. Yeah, me too. Um, this game, sort of in the same vein, I'm I'm not really certain that it's exactly the same, but it from what you've said, it actually it sounds really interesting, and I kind of want to try it. It's kind of cool because as you talk to people, um, it updates their, like you carry on this personal PDA, and it updates their their social report cards, so if you want to go back and kind of review, I mean, there's 15 people that you get to know, and obviously that whittles down as people die, but um, Wait a sec, hang on. What is it doesn't the seem D- like that much. What is the DA in PDA? Digital Assistant? Yeah. The DA, PDA? So they're carrying personal, personal digital assistants? Come on, Eric. Come on. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> they're, cur- they're carrying personal DAs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> personal digital A's. Got it. So... Um, it, it kind of stores everything, and then you can go back and review things. But um, you can purchase presents for people if you know you're enjoying spending your time. Like there are girls in there that you can kind of woo, and one of them that you know you, you start to form this really close relationship with. And it's kind of cool because you never know. Like the whole concept of it is that fear of of treachery is kind of what's going to break everybody anyway, because everyone kind of comes to this agreement of, hey, we're not going to kill each other. Let's all let's let's try to buck the system. Um, we know that the only way we can get out of here is if someone kills someone else and gets away with it. But we're not going to do that. We're not going to succumb to this. But everybody kind of has their personal guard up. Like, I don't know if you're going to betray me, so I'm not going to turn my guard down. So it's kind of like that mutually selfish, or mutually assured destruction. You know, it, yeah. you, you're setting yourself up by not agreeing to the terms fully. Um, it's just it's really cool to interact with these people, and like the personalities in this game are so cool. Just. I like it, man. I'm I'm sold on it. I know I didn't have to pay anything for it, but how much is even, it? You said it was fifteen. I don't know how much it, it's going to be, but it comes out on Tuesday, and I would strongly like if you really like those investigative style games. There's there's not much action. Any of them. There, like there's not much game. action. Um, there are a few little mini games that can get kind of frustrating, but. Um, if you like story, if you like characters, if you like trying to 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 solve mysteries, this game would be great for you. According to the ESRB, there is no nudity in this game. There is blood, intense violence, strong language, and some suggestive themes. And the summary is, this is a puzzle adventure game in which players follow high school students attempting to escape from a robot bear captor. (laughs) That's a terrible description. Yeah, it sounds sounds about like Japan to me. I don't know. (laughs) This looks like it's going to be 40 bucks. 40 40 bucks? Yeah, it's a long game. It's real, real long. Like I'm six hours into it, and I just got to like the first murder. Hmm. So Danganronpa trigger happy havoc. Good game, man. I like it. It's it was it was surprising because I got it and I sent it to me like fine. I should probably play it and at least talk about it that way. I don't feel guilty about getting a, a review copy and it's not weird that they. Still Are you still soliciting copies. for review copies? That's so weird that they still no. send us shit. I they just send them to me like <laughs> I haven't solicited for a review copy in over a year, and okay. every game that comes out by NIS, I get a copy of it. I run the, I run this website totally still active, super active. <laughs> Send me some review copies. So I put it in. I was laying. I, I was laying in bed on Wednesday, and I, the email popped in. So I'm like, fine, I'll download it. I ended up staying up to like one in the morning playing it. Wow. It's it's really really addicting. 
Hmm. So if you if you've got an extra forty bucks kicking around, boy, do I! I have to Mr. buy. A I own PS Battlefield on every console. I'm not going to spend it on <laughs> Battlefield. That's for it's sure. Just what fucking happens, man? Sometimes you got to buy multiple copies of Battlefield. It's necessary. <laughs> Any other games besides Dang Ranpa? I played um, the beta for Ace Combat Online for PS3. Oh shit! Is that uh, did that start? Yeah, it did, and it was really it was impossible to find because it, it if you go to PSN on your PS3, it doesn't exist. So I had to go mm-hmm. onto the PlayStation Network store, add it to my download queue, and then download it to my console from the download list. That's supposed to be on PS4 as well. I thought right? it was PS3 exclusive. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe it's PlayStation exclusive. I love I Ace Combat. That, Ace Combat 4, I probably have played through 15, 20 times. Yeah, I um, like Ace Combat too. Dogfighting. Yeah, and the I, was, I had a little bit higher hopes for the beta, and maybe they're going to include more game modes, but essentially all that they had this time was that you get dumped into a room with eight people, and then it splits you into two teams of four. And as far as I can tell, your team and the competing team are in different instances of the exact same map, and it's all just score-based. So you're not fighting other actual people in this game mode that I was doing. Um, essentially what it was was who can beat the score and then do better on the alternative objectives. That's sort of and dumb. It is. It was kind of dumb, and I actually only got into three rounds, and it's either I'm good at, at flight sim games or other people are just really shitty, but every round I came out like 10,000 points above everybody else, and... It, yeah. it wasn't that hard. I got shot down once. It is um, just PS3, you're right. The, it feels like it's going to be a huge money grab. So before every round, you have to pick the different type of fuel that you want to use, and there's stocked fuel, and then there's supplied fuel. And one of the fuels gets re- replenished over time. And then the other fuel, I'm not sure if they just gave you for the beta to just constantly keep playing, or if that's fuel that you can purchase to use instantly but it doesn't seem like it's a game that you could just sit down and play all night long um, without actually spending a little bit of money. But uh, uh, You can play this game and spend money? What's it called again? <laughs> Ace Combat Infinity. Fuck yes. So the, the tree to unlock the different airplanes is actually pretty cool because as you play, you get experience points and then you can unlock and purchase new planes and then as you use those planes, you can unlock new weapons for them and it's like Call of Duty in the sky, but it's free. You want to know what a really good um, free-to-play dogfighter that I've been enjoying is? War Thunder? Star Conflict. Star Conflict on Steam. That's out? Uh, Isn't that yes. that really, really ambitious? No, that's Star Citizen. Oh, okay. Star Conflict is free-to-play uh, in-space dogfighting. It's pretty Shit. fun, actually. I put a few hours into like it. That. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's okay. Speaking of... Um, PC gaming, the Elder Scrolls online beta was open again this weekend. Yeah, and the NDA is down, it looks like. Yeah, I noticed. Maybe. I didn't see my uh, I didn't see my name watermarked on the screen, but I was afraid to... No, and I, I saw people posting screenshots, and I saw websites talking about it, so it seems like we might be okay to talk about that now, so, even though we already did. Last time, um, <laughs> last time you said you were playing with somebody else, and it felt really shitty and disjointed and everything, because you and I chose the the same faction and we started out on bleak rock isle and there's some shit going down so this time i joined up with 
one of our listeners just to play through and see how that went. And um, I went with a Khajiit, and we probably played for four hours just going through, and it, it actually felt like a multiplayer Skyrim game because I never felt like we left and were popped into our own instance of the world. And yeah, if you if you start in the same spot, and then as long as you keep up with each other, you'll always be in the same instance. But the problem yeah. is, uh, you know, you and your friends in a real... Not that that wasn't... You know what I mean when I say yeah. a real-life setting. But you and your friends wouldn't always be on at the exact same time. And even then, you wouldn't always be doing the exact same stuff. So inevitably, you're so going to get instanced out. I'm wondering how that would work if... Because you can create groups, like, just to play around with it. We, we've created a guild, and then we created groups. And there's some broken shit in there. Like, if, you, if somebody's in a group with you, you can't trade with them. Yeah, but welcome if, to the beta. If you walk up to somebody who's not in your group, you can trade with them. Because we had some shit we wanted to trade back and forth. And so that was something that we found was kind of broken. We couldn't figure out how to leave the group and um, stuff like that. But this, I don't know, this game is selling me. The more and more I play it, this game is actually selling me on the concept of subscription pay. Yeah, me too. Actually, I had a great time. And I, I sort of hit the end, quote-unquote, of the beta. Like, they, they limit you to kind of the, the first and second zone so just so that you don't play through the whole thing and then like mm-hmm. fuck it i'm not buying the game but i was having a great time i like i uh i crafted some stuff i fought some bosses i did a dungeon one of those big uh, uh what do they call those not the oblivion gates but those big uh anchors opened up mm-hmm. and we like shot the chains down and a bunch of guys poured out and and I was like, I need some help with this thing and all these people showed up and we fought these demons and it was a great time i actually had a lot of fun I, this time I, I played through as a Khajiit and I went as an assassin just because I wanted to stay kind of true to what the Khajiit were, were good with. And um, I found a skill that the Khajiit have that, or maybe it's just the assassin, that's a little overpowered in that it's the um, the teleport attack. So if you if you go into hidden mode and you sneak up on somebody and you, you press the, the hot key for it, your guy will instantly transport to him and strike him. But if you're hidden and you hit him from the back... I have yet to find an enemy that it doesn't one-hit kill every single time. I feel like we can't say things like overpowered or underpowered because, again, this is a beta. Stuff yeah. will change. and that's But that's always been... Have you never played a stealth character in Elder Scrolls? That's always been... You get that huge opening hit and you kill whatever you're targeting or else you but have a real you tough time. But if you don't one-shot it, yeah, then you have a lot of trouble. A real tough time, exactly. No, I just had I had a blast walking around using that skill. Like, I was one-shot in mud crabs and dinosaurs and... <laughs> wow, mud crabs! I was one-shot in all these level 2 NPCs! <laughs> I'm overpowered, bro! It was, it was a lot of fun. I, I like really, to... Really um, it. Like, the, I, I kept playing my... Uh, what the fuck class am I? Uh, my Dragon Knight... Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I was building him before because I wanted him to be this... I wanted him to basically be the guy from Skyrim. Yeah. So, like, big helmet with horns, you know, like, two swords. And uh, then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to get way into magic this time. And I, you can totally just up and switch, basically, the, your play style just by changing, you know, you like, I put a staff on, I got a couple abilities, and I was totally, like, a ranged uh, fire mage. It was, it was cool. It was cool to be able to switch like that without having to commit to one style or the other. I'm still not sold. I shouldn't say I'm not sold, but I'm super hesitant to just buy into this at the beginning because I've seen the trend of MMOs recently, and 
Well, the alternative, you either buy it at the beginning and you play when everybody else is playing and you actually get the experience they mean for you to have, or you wait for it to go free-to-play and you get it when basically nobody is playing because when it goes free-to-play, that's why it goes free-to-play. And also you're getting that shitty watered-down free-to-play experience. But the, I don't believe that that's true at all because the people who play when it's free-to-play and who keep playing are the people that you want to play with. They're the ones who are dedicated to the game and who want to do the end game content. Because Isn't... the people who don't give a shit about it, they've already stopped playing and they don't care. But doesn't like, free-to-play generally just mean, hey, we're only going to give you one character slot and kind of well, pull... Well, if you look at like how Tor did it in, in Tor, free-to-play now, um, if you're on a free-to-play account, you level up slower, which means you do all your quests, and then you have to grind, which is the fucking stupidest. It also means that you can only roll on two pieces of loot a day in dungeons, so if you really want to get down and play that game, you better cough up some cash. It also means you can't buy a mount. It also means you can't have more than one skill bar on your fucking... Like, it's just... There's so many shitty, shitty hooks that they can work into the free-to-play stuff that I would rather just give them the 60 bucks pay for a month or two, have my fun with it, and go, that's fine. You know what? Because it's like, it's it's basically a $60 game at that point, right? I'm going to play it for my 40, 50, 60 hours, and then I'm just going to put it away. Yeah. When does this come out? Is this April? April the 4th. 4-4. See, and by then, I'm not sure I'll be done with Dark Souls, and I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get it, for sure. I'm, I'm, I've, I've bought in. The beta sold me enough that... Uh, I'll buy in. I'll try it that first month. And I'll see if maybe I, I can like find... It. Like, Fuck if they it. have a deal, like a like a purchase deal where buy this and get two months free or something like that, then I'll probably buy into it, but... I'm sure they'll have something. I don't think you'll get two months free. You'll get one month free for sure, yeah. but... And at that point, it's just a $60 game. So, I mean, even if you even if you play it for 30 hours and you're like, ah, I'm kind of finished with this, that's still more time than you've probably put in for some $60 games, more time than I've put in for some $60 games. Yeah, because I'm, you know, I, I do not like MMOs, but I'm so incredibly intrigued by this. And I was talking to the guy I was playing with about what we saw at E3 two years ago doesn't look anything like what we see now. Yeah, and, I did. And how um, drastically they switched it. I did a little bit of PvP, too. I, I was only in it for maybe 20 minutes and then they pulled the pvp down because they were doing some like everybody log in and and see if we can break our servers and uh it's interesting it's kind of cool it's very guild wars-esque there's like hundreds of people and there's siege engines and they're shooting catapults or firing big rocks and it's just kind of bedlam but it, mm-hmm. it was kind of yeah, i don't have i have no interest in pvp like absolutely none whatsoever no? it's kind of fun you're like it's not Kind of in World of Warcraft, it was more like if you're not a good player, because in World of Warcraft, even in the battlegrounds, you kind of end up in these 1v1, 2v2 scenarios where if you mm-hmm. suck, you're just going to die over and over and over again. In this, at least, it's like so many people and it's enough chaos that even if you suck ass, you're probably still going to kill somebody. You know, you're know, you just throwing yeah. skills in. You're throwing spells into the big pile. It's I actually had a pretty good time. I knocked down I'm, a castle wall. That was kind of I'm more cool. into it just for the, the Elder Scrolls world. Like, I want to I want to explore around the universe because i'm just so drawn in by it and i felt like this didn't have a lot of your traditional mmo quests like go get this go get five of these and come back go get five of those and come back like everything yeah, well, felt it, like there was a natural flow yeah it, it, it is basically that but they it's very cleverly written where um to give you an example i did this quest chain where there is this living coral 
in Morrowind, which is it's always been a part of the series. Like Morrowind just has this like it looks mm-hmm. like sea coral, but it's on the land. And I did this quest where essentially it's go in and kill ten guys, but really the way they wrote it is you go in and end up uh, this coral is like sentient. Because they've always claimed it has been, and it talks to you, and it's like, these guys are fucking up my shit, need you to help me out, and then you end up allying with the coral, and it turns these monsters against your enemies, and then you lead this big charge of dudes down this hill into this town, which really, I mean, is basically kill ten guys, but they dress it up enough that you're like, yeah, yeah kill ten exciting. guys. That's great. I like that. I can get behind that. Yeah, I'm in. They sold me. Uh, they confirmed that PS4... And uh, uh, a PC and Mac will be in the same univ- the same servers. They'll have cross connectivity there, but PS4 uh, will not be. So PS4 will be its own server. Yeah, which sounds like so it's going to be you, empty as hell. Yeah, exactly. If you really do want to play the Elder Scrolls Online, just get it on PC. Did you try plugging a controller in and playing it that way? I didn't even try this time. No. I assumed that support wasn't in. They've claimed it will be at launch, which I'm. The more Seems I okay. play PC, the more I'm getting more comfortable with the controllers. I mean, it was, I know that's something that you told me two years ago. Just keep playing. You'll get used to it. And yeah. I'm finally getting used to it. My wireless uh, dongle should be uh, in the mail soon. For your oh, PS3? For, uh, for my PC. For the 360 controller? For the 360 oh, yeah. controller, yeah. yeah. Sweet, man. <laughs> See, I kind of so have, I have about a year to get used to it, apparently. I kind of went the. I'm kind of going the opposite now, where I games on the PC are fine, but I'm so much more comfortable sitting in my recliner, oh, yeah. looking at my big ass TV. So that's yeah, why. Yeah, definitely. That's how I feel too. It's just that. That's why I bought Battlefield on PS4. Cheap on the yeah. PC. Yeah, and it like, is. man, I'm just missing out, or I'm just fucking shoveling money to Sony, which I really don't mind. But I would like cheap games. Well, like I popped on to play. Metro last light last night, and I'm just there like Jesus. It's been so long since I played a first-person style game with a controller that it just it felt clumsy. I wasn't as smooth oh. as I used to be. It, you you adapt quickly, like yeah. It, it's maybe an hour or two of going like oh, this feels weird, and then you just fall right into it. Yeah, it was the same thing. Like I bought Battlefield on the PS3, on uh, the PS4. I mean, this week because I was playing it on PC and was like. I bet this would be pretty fun on PS4, and also I really want to use my PS4. So here, here's another sixty bucks. Uh, EA. EA. Well, to be fair, uh, I got Battlefield 4 for PC by giving uh, Best Buy a copy of 99 Nights 2. Lucky. So fuck them. So yeah, bought that on a PS4. That game's fun. It's still super broken on PS4. I assume it's the same on PC. Which Do you is think they're ever actually going to get around to truly stupid. fixing it, or you just think they're going to put enough Band-Aids on it that it runs and just kind of chalk that up to as a we fucked up big? Like, it kind of was running fine, and then they patched it just recently, and now after that patch, it uh, anytime you get in, like, a turret seat on a tank, it just crashes, crashes to the fucking XMB, which is so stupid. To me, that's really, really, really depressing because what Kevin and I saw at E3 this year was, or last year was so promising. Like, I was all on for Battlefield 4, and then I started hearing about all this shit where the game just doesn't function. Yeah. I heard this well, in another podcast. That's the experience that but, I had uh, when I played the game, too, is when I played the Commander version of the game, it was good. Mm-hmm. When I played the Soldier version, like, my PC crashed yeah. four minutes into playing the game. So I'm like, well, this is fun. 
Yeah, it's still... There's a fucking... There's a bug where you'll shoot a guy... Like, when you and a guy are shooting each other at the same time, there's a bug where, because it shows you what health people are at, you'll leave them at zero health. And that one just fucking sets me off so... Because I'm like, I, I should have killed that... Oh, that guy was dead, but he got that fucking zero health bug, and then he killed me because of... Fuck you, EA. And then I just turn my PS4 off, and then I just walk back to my computer, and I'm angry. Cordo just hard. Yeah. Yeah! It's brutal. And, like, the tank one is brutal, too, because even knowing that you can't go in the turret seats of tanks... You'll try to spawn into a tank sometimes, but if someone else does it at the same time, it'll just default you to the turret seat, and then you crash. And if you crash halfway through a game, you don't get any of the points you've accumulated for that game, which is super shitty, because um, as you're playing, you unlock these battle packs, which will have basically experience boosts in them, point boosters, and um, which I was kind of wary of at first. Like It seems like a free-to-play hook, but... Uh, you you can't buy them, and also it makes it so when you're leveling up a class, you don't really... Like, I hate playing the sniper, so when I do want to play the sniper, I'll put one of these boosts on, and I can kind of level through the parts of the game I don't really like better, so that's kind of cool. But if you're using one of these boosts, you're accumulating all these points, and then it defaults you into the second seat of this turret, and then you crash, and then you... Not only do you lose all those fucking points, you lose that boost that you just used. Anytime you use it on that boost, it's just wasted. And they're pretty hard. They're not super hard to come by, but like it's they get harder and harder as you because you get them by leveling up, uh, and so they get harder and harder to come by. So like every time I crash, I'm just like white knuckled fucking. Uh, it sucks. And it didn't used to do that. They patched it just a couple weeks ago, maybe like last week, and it broke that fucking turret thing, which is just, uh, it's brutal. It's brutal. I heard this on another podcast, but there has to be. Somebody somewhere writing a book about how this game got so fucked up. <laughs> it came out in October. It didn't. It came out in the middle of October. It is now February, and it is still. I feel like arguably, they've done more damage with the patches than good. I don't know. That's not true. Like it doesn't. Uh, it used to be every time the hotel on the one map with the big, big, tall skyscraper would collapse, and mm-hmm. that would kick everybody off the server. At least that doesn't happen anymore. Because then you would be like, oh, we're losing? Okay, blow up the hotel. Fucking wipe the game. <laughs> it's stupid. I mean, it's Battlefield 3 had some issues with it, but nothing even remotely is close to this. Yeah, not not even... Battlefield 3 didn't even have many issues with it. I mean, I played it for a good 20 hours, just multiplayer, yeah. and I didn't crash once. I think yeah, the only... Was, I didn't think it, was, it had uh, crashing issues. It had issues with, like, people falling through the map and... Yeah, it had a weird uh, one where... Uh, sometimes a bullet would count as two bullets, mm-hmm. so you would shoot somebody once, but really it would be twice the damage, and it had... Which is also in Battlefield 4, so it's great to see that these same issues have just not been fixed game to game, but... Consistency. It's too bad, because I'm having a great time with it. Even with the bugs and the crashing, like, I... Nobody fucking wants to play it with me. Nobody in the world. I'm just well, constantly... I don't wanna... Constantly on my my headset talking to I'm like hey man like hey, we we <laughs> tore it up what would you want to you want to you, you want to be my friend you want to squat up you want to go to this next <laughs> game together and they're just like uh, no, no I'm done yeah I'm not playing anymore today or you will get that guy and you and him will roll around and just like I'm pretty good by myself like I tear it up but when you have like three or four dudes together like you can fucking wreck but then you'll get that finally it's hard to find those people. And then you'll crash. And those people are gone forever. You're like, oh, great. Thanks, hmm. EA. Does uh, does Battlefield 4 have the same, uh, 
like squad mode that Battlefield Three had. Uh, I think so. Yeah, you're in a four. Yeah, you're in a squad of four, and you can spawn on any member of your squad, and you get uh, like bonus points for doing shit with your squad. Yeah, yeah, it's super useful because being able to spawn in your squad means that if four of us roll into this, you know, contest this point, three of us get wiped out. Well, I'm just gonna go prone for you know ten seconds here, try and stay out of the shit, and then you guys can spawn back in on me, and we can keep rolling. Like it's 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 worth it to actually try and do some teamwork, but nobody wants any of that. Everyone's just a bunch of lone wolves. Welcome yeah, every to time shooters played, on consoles. Uh, every time I played Battlefield Three, and I was with a squad, I would be on. I'd have my headset, and they I know they could hear me, and I would just be like, "Okay, just stand there so I can spawn on you," and then they would just run in and die. Like, you should two get seconds PS4, away, bud. And two we should fucking roll away. together. I don't have Battlefield 4. I'll have Battlefield 3. You should get a PS4 and Battlefield 4. Why not let just me, buy uh, it on PC? Trade that hot tablet for a let PS4. Let me trade you a tablet for Matt a PS4. wants to play on his recliner. Yeah, Kev, I do have it on PC. Into, it would turn into, hey, Kev, let's play. And it would turn into exactly one play session. And then Matt's like, ah, I'm done with this. Thanks for getting I don't. I, this week Thanks alone, for buying a PS4. This week alone, <laughs> I've put like 26 hours into Battlefield 4. So I on on PS4 alone, I have another like 20 on Origins. So, I mean, I'm, I'm still see, having I, a great time. I've always loved Battlefield games. Like ever since 1943. And... 2142 was kind of... 1943 was only, like, two games ago. What do you... Ever since 1943? It's like, ever since Battlefield 4... What are you talking about? That's not true. It's three games ago. Battlefield 4, Battlefield 3, and Battlefield Bad Company 2. And Bad Company 1. No, Bad Company 2... Bad Company 1 came out first. Bad Company 2 came out, then 1943, then Battlefield 3. No, Battlefield 1943 came out before Bad Company 2. Don't even fucking play me on this one, son. Kevin, wasn't 1943 that 1499 download PSN game? Yeah. It was actually okay. really well done. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really, really good. good. I hit, uh, I think, the the highest rank you could get in that game was five star general, and I was a uh, three star general. So Jesus, I was really good at that game. It's a lot of fun. I just really wish that I had people to play with. This is the shitty part of the generation switch: is that like all the friends I used to play with, they are either undecided or don't have a console yet, or they bought an Xbox One. So like, you, you totally sound like an old man who's sucks, transitioning man. from like swing music to like jazz. <laughs> yeah, the devil's like, music. When I was it's, your age, everybody was into the swing. It's and now weird, it's all man. Jazz. It's like all these trumpets. It's like colored people are in the band. I don't like it. I don't like any of it. <laughs> Matt, did you get your Xbox One? Uh, should be here on Monday. Yeah, and then you better hope yours doesn't have that disc drive issue. Or did they get that solved? Who knows? Probably not. Probably not in the ones that are built already. Who fucking knows? Well, they had a shipment. Oh, I got a. They uh, delayed it. Like a, it was supposed to ship on January the thirty first, and then I got an email from Amazon. They're like, "Hey, we're real sorry. We we don't have any, but we're gonna give you fifty dollars." I'm like, "Okay, well, whatever. I gotta wait an extra week. No big deal." Mm. And uh, so they gave me. Apparently, there's a fifty dollar gift card coming with the order, and uh, and then it shipped on February the first. So, did you I get games with it? No, no, I'm uh, fucking fuck discs. I'm I'm digital now, son. All right, Great. You're gonna fill up that uh, hard drive <gasps> real quick. Well, the way I play games, it's not a huge deal for me, and like download speeds are fast enough now that it isn't a big deal for me to play a game 
play through it, finish it, and then just take it off my hard drive. Because I, if I ever do come back to it, it'll be a year, two years down the road where I can just re-download it. It's not a big yeah. deal. Yeah, totally. Can you uh, upgrade the Xbox One hard drive like you can with the PlayStation? Yeah, I Sweet. think so. I don't think you can. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty you sure can? because that was no, that was such a big fucking qualm with the Xbox 360 of you have to buy these proprietary hard drives. They're like nine hundred dollars. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can. Apparently, yeah, I, I think you're right because apparently there was a big gripe about the 500 gig hard drive and like hard drives have a per- partition set aside for the OS, but you really are only getting like 350 gigs or something like that. So yeah, whatever. I'm not worried about it. On a 500? No. Oh, that's what oh, it says you mean for on the a, Xbox One. On a on a PlayStation? Or yeah, on a console? Yeah. The um. Yeah, you can swap them. I think March. Like I think it's, once Titanfall is out, that'll be. Because like I do, I do have tons of friends that are, like I made in college, tons of friends from high school. We used to game all the time together, and now I think Titanfall will be kind of when. Enough of us, back. yeah. Enough of us are on the same console, and we all actually have a game that we all want to play. That that'll hopefully be where we all play That's together. What sucks again. about growing up that a lot of people don't understand is you don't have that infinite amount up. of free time to play with your friends. Fuck that! I'm living in Neverland, man. Never Neverland, little yeah, boy forever. You, Eric with the kid on the radio, four on the days away. That's right. Peter Pan and I were hanging hey. out playing Titanfall. Man, it's dope. That guy's Eric, kind of creepy, be growing but. Up. Rather fast, really soon. Yeah, I still got the okay from the wife to continue doing the show, though. Oh. Yeah, good. until the first day of baby just screaming for yeah. seven hours we'll straight on a Sunday. We'll see if you get the okay from us to keep doing this show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fucking, what do they call I, those? Deadbeat dads? Yeah. Babies? I don't know what you're... I sort of hijacked uh, your, your thing. You play any other games, Eric, besides uh, Trigger Happy Havoc? Sex time, whatever that one was. Uh, started playing Metro Last Light. Yeah, how's that? Eh, I think that's kind of cool. I started okay. playing it last it's, night. It's really poorly written. Like it's just, it's kind of like with the Wolf Among Us, how choppy the the cuts between important events were. Um, this one was too. It's like, all right, I'm on this mission, and then the mission was three minutes long, and suddenly you're back to plot dump, and then you jump in, and it's just. It was okay. I don't like that word plot dump. Why? Because I like those parts. They're story parts. They're you like the no, part where the they're... guy sits and reads at you off of a off of a page. Yeah, there yeah. are there are no there are good ways to to have exposition and to get you that story. But like Castlevania: Lords of Shadow, for instance, where Patrick ah, Stewart is literally see, even, reading it to you off a page in front that, of you. Even that, like, I, I I enjoy. Like because well, like they're reading Patrick stuff. Stewart, but. They're reading stuff, and as long as, yeah, maybe if the performances wouldn't, maybe that's sort of shitty. But I like these plot dumps where I'm I'm learning the story, and that story in Metro is kind of interesting. Would like you... they had me, they had me right at that opening cutscene yeah. where the kid is like, where he was telling telling us like those those kids were um they're fucking around or whatever, and he's like, I don't know what he said, but he's like. I've never told anybody, but it wasn't it wasn't their fault. It was sort of my fault that they that, that they died or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. It's an interesting I love concept. Plot I, dumps. I like the I, lo- I like the game. I think there's a lot of neat first person shooter elements to it. I mean, 
just little things like having to put on your mask or swap the filters or when you walk through a puddle and shit gets on your mask, you got to wipe it off. Like to me, stuff like that's cool. I'm not sure I'm sold on the whole dark one. So this is the sequel to Metro 2033 where they address what the dark ones are, how the dark ones came to be. Some shit goes down. Some real big shit goes down with the Dark Ones. Do you guys know any of that backstory at all? Or are you just coming into this? Just coming yeah. in cold. Yeah. I always thought that that uh, Metro 2033 was a racing game. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I saw the cover and I'm like, looks like a fucking racing game. It's a subway <laughs> simulator. Like a subway system simulator. <laughs> it um, The whole first game is all about the dark ones and i've only read the synopsis i haven't played this part but it's something to do with are you still the fuck's the guy artium artium yeah artium he something can communicate with like the dark ones are these supposed to be this 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 they're basically immune to them yeah they're supposed to be like toxic to people around them like psychically toxic they basically if you stay close to them you go crazy Mm-hmm. And um, so everybody hated them and thought they were these malevolent, e- evil, horrible things. And um, you find out they're not. They're like, they're trying to come to humans. They're like, help us, help us deal with this shit. But every time they get close, the humans go crazy and kill everyone. And then something happens where you resolve that in Metro 2033. I don't really know what goes on, but it is all about the Dark Ones. And there is like some big... There was- revelations in the end of that there was a flashback that i was assuming that they were going to have a little bit more importance on when you were in the subway and um your character started going crazy and like stabbing the people that were around him like his his, cool. his squad mates and then as he's stabbing them they look like dark ones and then they come back to life and like your sort your your bayonets in their throat but the whole time i felt like it was kind of in your face with his his watch it read 2032 did you pick up on that, Oliver? No, not at all. His his watch that has that little orange and blue light on yeah, it, it said yeah. 2032. I'm like, oh, maybe this is something to do with 2033, like the time and not the year. What is that, a watch that tells the year? That's kind no, of No, it's, it's a watch. clock. It's a military clock. Oh. Was 2033 supposed to be? I, th- I always assumed it was a year, having not really See, played. That's, that's what I'm thinking, that it's not, because it that's was pretty in your face with that watch <laughs> about it. I mean, you, it, they didn't point it out, like, look at this watch. But yeah. you could see, like, that's the first thing I noticed is that the watch I, said 2032. I didn't notice that because I was just panicking, like, oh, fuck, these and guys like, are coming. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, suddenly maybe, it, like, took control. Maybe that's a, a flashback to something at the end of 2033 and, like, some shit goes down at 2033, like, military time. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's, yeah. Maybe that's when the bombs were dropped. Maybe it's when the nukes like those, dropped. Those, yeah. But don't they insinuate the that, this, that this guy was the guy that pulled the trigger on that? He was up in the tower. I don't, yeah. you're not, I, well, no, I don't he, think that flashback didn't. was a flashback of Artyom. I think it oh. was... Yeah, no, Artyom didn't have anything to do with, to do with the bombs, I don't think. He yeah, is he like... Yeah, he's the one that pulled the trigger on that. He he's said he was up that... in a tower when he watched the bombs come down. Oh, really? I don't... Yeah. Hmm. I Which, don't know. to me, make, doesn't make sense, because wouldn't that put him in the blast zone, and... he's He's got some psychic bullshit power. He's mutated, linked with the Dark Ones. I don't know. Maybe that's why he got a little irradiated, so he's, like halfway to being one of the dark ones who the fuck knows it's crazy russian madness in that game absolute madness people kind of want to read the bullets i kind of want to read the book yeah it's based on a novel right i've heard the novels are really really good really good 
Yeah. But that same person also said the games are really good, and I do not care for them. It was interesting from what I played. I didn't get far at all. Like, um, I saw all that stuff, and I got to that part where I'm, I'm, I'm with some other guy. And so I'm super early. Oh. And have, you, have you even made it outside yet, like when you're capturing that dark one? Yeah, yeah. I got How about the part where you have to break out of the prison? Yeah, with, with Buddy Boy, right? And he's... Yeah. Um, they didn't explain how that went down because suddenly you're 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 walking through this crowd of Germans and then he fires his pistol into the air and the next thing you know you run and it's like why didn't you just walk away? It's just like that felt really nondescript. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that game's got I, Nazis. Maybe they were yeah. Nazis. I didn't give it. I didn't give it much time, but from what the time I did, it it, it was it was pretty interesting and it's. I'm gonna play it some more. I think it's one of those that I'll play and finish until something better comes out. It's I mean, it's it's a thing where these these free PlayStation games because and uh, it's uh, it's Spec Ops in particular that that game was like surprisingly good and I really liked it and it was a free PlayStation game. I'm sort of expecting all these games to kind of be like hidden gems that sort of jump out at me. See, I take like, I take the other approach of like I'm gonna play it and if I don't like it, I'm not out anything. Yeah, that too. It's just that uh, Spec Ops sort of sort of gave me like this nice this nice feeling, and I started playing Binary Domain, and I'm like, oh, oh this hell game looks yeah! Like... What? Binary that Domain sucks. Is it does phenomenal. Suck. It's such a trashy fucking no. It's I, I started super playing trashy. it. Look, How far I, did you get? How I far watched, did you? Get? I watched the trailer, and I'm like, yes, this game looks super cool. It looks classic Sega game. It feels like a Sega like produced game or whatever. Okay. And I started playing it. Oh man, this game sucks. I oh, even put my headset on and I'm like talking to these commands. guys. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. It's so fucking Play, stupid. Seriously, trudge through it. It gets the story is so good in that. Does game. it get good? That story, no. that is phenomenal story. The controls, the controls, I couldn't really get beyond. It plays like a Sega shooter. Of course, yeah. it's going to be terrible. Well, I guess. Yeah. Go play Vanquish. You want something? I, Vanquish like that? is great. Go play I Vanquish. Play Anyways, yeah. Let um, me direct you to the review of Binary Domain that I wrote. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Not biased at all. Here 10.0. We go. Metro seems like a game that is, is totally a, a hidden gem that I really want to play through. It wasn't it's hidden. Not... It wasn't hidden at all. This when well, this game came out, it was the fucking talk of the town. I guess Metro so. Last Light was like a huge release, huge, huge, huge. I don't think it like critically did that well though. Huge. Fuck the we, it wasn't critics it wasn't on dumb. any of it wasn't on any of our radars, which is why we think that it wasn't yeah. Yeah. a big thing, but it totally it totally was. Here you go, Oliver. Here's my review. <laughs> <laughs> any other games? We're running a little long here. You told me about how long we were running. We're running yeah. as long as my Well Yeah. Long. We'd have been done two hours ago if that was the case. <laughs> Any other games, uh, Eric? No. I didn't buy Bravely Default. I started reading reviews and people's impressions, and it did nothing but turn me off. Really? They're saying it's the best Final Fantasy game in years. But that last third section of the game, just they said this game fucking sucks at this point. Yeah, but point. the first 180 hours are probably great. <laughs> I don't know. I watched uh, like half an hour of some dude playing that game, and... Went, what the fuck are my eyes seeing? No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't know. I'll buy it eventually when it goes on sale. If it's like 20 bucks, I'll get it, but I've got too it's much so, other shit. Uh, what a shitty name. 
by the way, bravely default. Well, what yeah, is... in, in the concept, it's based on your actions in the battle system. You yes, can either go can... brave mode or default mode, it, but even that alone is dumb. <laughs> Fucking so stupid. The, uh, the mechanic basically is if you brave, you are uh, taking additional turns up to now. three. Yeah. Well, up to four turns total, up to three additional for four total, and then um, and then you wait. Like you do, you take those turns now, and then you have to wait the four turns you, three turns you took, or whatever. Which seems like <sighs> it's cool because the enemies use the brave default system as well. So there's that fine balancing. But I'm just, I'm not. I would rather play through some old Final Fantasy games right now than try to take on something new. But apparently, the directors want this bravely default to turn into a huge franchise which it looks like it's at very least going to spawn a sequel because it is very like critically the art style it's like the 3d like, is terrible it's um, like the fucking like like small bodies big head style but at the same time they're like weirdly sexualized so you're looking they, at these like weirdly sexualized child dolls yeah, and none of them is, have and, noses and, and, and like, you're just like uh Makes you it, for some reason it makes me do like I feel like I have to wipe my hand. Ugh, I'm just, I got just grease on me. The, the art style is when you go into a town. If you just stand still for a few seconds, the camera will actually pan out and show you the full town and like the, in, the surrounding environment. So the music and the, the the art style are really appealing. But I'm just not in the mood for a new RPG series right now. So are you still playing Final Fantasy IV? Or are you finished? Still trudging through it. I I want to beat Mario and Luigi Dream Team, and I was kind of disappointed because I looked at how long that game is, and I'm like a third of the way through, and I've put twenty hours into it. I'm still Take just disappointed time, that you've oh, given up on our games. Final Fantasy VII. Are you, how far are you on Final Fantasy VII? I stopped playing when you stopped playing because I don't I want to finish it. I stopped playing because you stopped playing. That is such a lie because I'm fucking like eight hours ahead of you. All right, let's pick it up. We'll set a date for a Final Fantasy VII show. This is a factory sealed conversation, boys. Yeah, keep that shit off of here. What are you? What are you guys doing? <laughs> hey, I haven't had time to go on the factory sealed show in a while, so we got to have the conversation now. <laughs> what about you, Oliver? Let me tell you about my trip to this uh, this asylum. Asylum mm. I had recently. Yeah. Okay, I took the same trip. Oh my god! The tour, like the tour guide showed you through. You got to walk. You got the little souvenirs at the nope. end. It was great. It was nope. dramatical. I was by myself. I was by oh, myself. Weird. I drove up in my jeep at oh, night. There was nobody god. at the toll booth or at the the security booth, so I let myself in because you know, sure. That's right? breaking and entering. What do you? You just was going open. in? It was open. I didn't break anything. I just entered. Okay. All right, okay, sure. I guess if the door's open, maybe, you know, night staff's out. They're like, yeah, just let yourself in. You want to take a tour? Okay. Yeah, so I was, mm-hmm. I'm walking up to this to this asylum, like, fun, safe asylum. It was nighttime. It was windy. Night wind was blowing. Uh, I see this guy in, the, in, in, in an upper window. I thought he was going to wave me through, but no. Nope. There's a guy in an upper window? You didn't see that? No, that I totally missed that. And, oh, man, this game is fucking insane. With all what that game are we talking about? Uh, Outlast. Available on the PS4. It's the game of the month. The game PlayStation the month. Plus free game of the month. Holy shit, is this game fucking crazy. Well, I mean, mm. like, we, we, we talked about it before. Yeah. But, we'll get uh, we'll get there. Just my just my early, early impressions of it. Like, this is one of the scariest things I have ever played, ever. So it's very first person. Like, yeah. To the like, point where you can you see your hands move, you see your feet, you hold a camera in front of your face. Yeah. 
which uh, has night vision, and night vision on cameras is so unsettling, and I yeah. don't know why. Because it's just it's just a thing where they they've used it for the these scary scenes so much that like when you do it in real life you're like wow this looks just like that movie I saw once where the sick people came and you could only see them in night vision. This but sounds anyways, a lot like the Xbox 360 game Criminal Origins. Sort of, except in Criminal Origins you could take a baseball bat with a nail in it and beat the shit out of whoever you wanted. That's true. In, yeah, in uh, Outlast, this game, you have they, no weapons. In Outlast, they, they, they outline it really clearly at, at the very beginning. You are not a fighter. You are you, you need to run and hide from these things. Which was weird to me, but whatever. I mean, that, that sort of set the tone. But um, you are this uh, reporter, and you're, you're, you're following up on this lead about this medical company who... I guess the premise is that this medical company is using... It's basically, uh, what's the one from Resident Umbrella? Umbrella Corporation. Corp- it's basically Umbrella Corporation. They're using, they're using like, profits, not profits, but, like, charitable donations as profits to fund something just shady. And as a reporter, you kind of want to un... un- you want to like blow the you want the big scoop. You want to blow the story wide open. Yeah, and you you so you're following up on this lead, and you're you're going to check up on this asylum, and like even the first step into this asylum, you 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 realize like shit isn't is not going right because everything's in shambles, and just stuff goes just incredibly wrong. The game has and, uh that game has full frontal male nudity, by the way. Does it? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't lots, get that far. Lots that, of penises. Uh huh. Is that when you turned it off or what? That's what. That's, that's when I why Matt knows about it. This is when that game <laughs> ter- got turned turned the game on. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, I heard about this game and they're like, "Oh, it's free on the PSN. It's incredibly scary." And I'm like, "All right, well, it's free on the PSN. PSN. I haven't played anything on my PS4 since I beat Assassin's Creed, so I'll give this a shot." And I was actually super excited to play it because it's a game on the PS4. So I turned it on, and granted, this was after I played uh, The Wolf Among Us. So the I the, I was just blown away by the 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 look of this game. Like it it, it looked super nice and yeah, sharp. Looks really sharp. Yeah, and like even even I made this comment to, uh, to Amber, and she, I was like, oh, it's awesome when you look down and you see your you see your own body. And that's just a little thing, and I know a lot of games do it. It's just again, I'm just blown away by the fact that I'm playing a game on PS4. But, um, so you're walking through, and you have to climb up, like, scaffolding to get into this, in the, into this asylum or whatever, so that's already sketchy. But, like, the sound design in this game is pretty spot on. So like, there's, yeah, there's, like, a thing your character will do where you hear your character breathing because, you know, you're your character. And, uh, it's, it's kind of like... If you ever, you know, in horror movies, when someone's hiding and they start going like, yeah. <laughs> like breathing really heavily, it's it does that, and it for some reason it just like ratchets the tension up immediately. Yeah. It's like zero yeah. to like ten because your guy is just breathing heavy and freaking out, and then you kind of subconsciously start doing it with him, so you're kind of like hyperventilating, and you're like, nothing's happening, but I'm so freaked out. Yeah, so it's probably best to play this with like seven point one channel. Headphones. In the dark, yeah. I was playing it with headphones in the dark, and it's fucking unnerving. Not to I, I, not to switch gears, but but that kind of reminds me of that game that I was reading about, where they said that it's a game that 
as you become more afraid, the game becomes harder. Did you read about that? I heard about yeah. that, yeah. I feel like this would be one of those games where that would be perfect. Well, there's no real... There's no real hardness. danger? There's no. Well, there is, but there's no scale of danger. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it a little more here. So, like, just even five minutes into this game, this game was super tense. You're also and peeking I'm, in a very realistic way, which I think is super important to Yeah, to like, you'll, you'll approach a corner and his, his hand will go up. And then you can press the R2, L2 buttons to kind of peek around. And he'll... That, that sound of his breathing, like, even... And I noticed it most when I was peeking corners. Like, he'll hold his breath, and then you and then you sort of, like, um, unpeak. I don't know what the word is. Well, yeah. And, but... he'll, and he'll, let the, he'll let out his, his, uh, his breath. And it, can, it went to a point where I'm, I was sort of, like, breathing along with him, too. Yeah, you and totally like, fall yeah, into it. It's you get weird. into it. Yeah. Um, and I I did not get far at all in this into this game, but there were just some legitimate scares that I jumped. And Amber was sitting right there next to me. She didn't really want to look at the screen, so she was playing on her phone. But she she was just making fun of me at how much I jumped at some of these points. Like the first couple doors, well, not first couple doors, but like there's a few instances where it makes you jump. So also, uh, when you're opening doors, you have the option to, if you press square, you just kind of kick the door open. But if you hold square, it, you grab onto the door, and then you're using the stick to slowly open the door and Shit. peer around. Yeah. And then you have to turn your night vision on your camera on to see what's in there, and then, and then you can, you know, open it more. Or you can, like, shut it. If there's someone in there, you shut it real quick. Yeah. And, but if you do it too quick, it makes a sound, and then he hears you, and then he starts chasing you, and it's, it's really tense. There's... Like the the first few scares were very scary and really startled me a lot. I just really hate those jump scares. Like I feel like jump scares are super cheap, and but they work. They do work, and but they kind of annoy me. Like it's just we. It, it, in addition to like what's popping out at you, of course, there's like the stinger sound or whatever that 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 ratchets up like the the reaction, and I just feel like that's kind of cheap. I really like the psychological, like, creep into your mind, and like Silent Hill does, right? Mm-hmm. And See, I feel that's like... the only thing that ever gets me is, like, a jump scare. Really? There's no, a I'm more of a situational atmospheric scare. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the like, same way. Like, I like... The, the psychological stuff doesn't really phase me, because... I, I always I'm like, oh, it's a video game. Yeah, the developers are kind of fucked up, whatever. But, like, the jump scares, well, at least... They are kind of cheap, but at least they'll get a good, like jolt out of me yeah they'll get like, a response at least it's like watching movies like saw or like that kind of movie it's like yeah you're torturing these people that's not scary at all no but i mean i just like the fact that like okay i'm going to this asylum and yeah shit's gonna get fucked up and of course there's gonna be jump scares but i like the idea of like just the slow burn of what's going to happen or what's 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 happening in this place just sort of creeping into my mind and and me using my imagination because when it comes to this type of stuff my imagination just runs wild for whatever oh yeah there is a lot of like they do a good job of they give you those couple jump scares right up front yeah and then they use them really really sparingly but because they've already drilled that into you they, you're kind you're of like opening it. every door so yeah. slowly, and you're like just fucking tense. <laughs> and there's totally nothing behind 99% of them, but because See, they've already fucked with you so many times, you're just like. Ugh. See, if I if I had the balls to even continue with this game, I think I would like it. 
But man, I am just like from is it what really I've... that scary. The opening part is very. It's it's like nothing. Uh, you have even I've I've played through most of Amnesia. It's kind of like nothing you've ever played before. Is which... Amnesia? Is this comparable to Amnesia? Yeah, Amnesia is the first person. You know, you can't fight enemies. You got to run from them. Similar, similar. Yeah. But this does a much better job of giving you agency over the character. Things like uh, putting your hand on a door frame to to peek around it. Yeah, and things like just the breathing and and uh, the camera, the fucking unsettling night vision. Oh, it does yeah. a really good job of. Yeah. Um, so if, if, like, the world transition in Silent Hill scared the shit out of me, this would probably be terrifying. Well, I, I've played a little farther than Oliver, and it is very yeah, scary. So, Eventually, they, uh... Did you have so anything? Do you, want me to, do you want me to ruin it for everyone? Do you want to well, keep... No, well, so there's this part that I... That, 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 that just got me. It was one of the really big jump scares. And then you, you see one of the actual enemies, I think? Chris Walker. His name is Chris Walker. Chris Walker. Yeah. Okay. And he just he throws me through a balcony or whatever, and then I'm in this part, and I, I get introduced to this one character who I assume is kind of like a, a main wheel in the in the story, and that's about as far as I got because I'm in this kind of central area, and it's well lit, and I serious to God do not want to leave that area. Yeah, the first thing they make you do is go down to the flooded basement to turn the power back on. You're like, <laughs> um, okay. And uh, as I was playing it, I was texting texting uh, Matt, and I'm like, "Wow, I, I don't even think I can get as far as you can." But uh, you tell me that it, it started starts to show its its game. Yeah, you, the way that the enemies work is um, basically if they detect you, they'll chase you. They can hit you twice. It seems with every enemy, they'll like hit you once, and you'll kind of like be staggered, but you'll get back up. And then if they hit you again, they'll do a big um, gruesome killing animation. But so because you have that one hit, uh, it gives you a chance to get away, and also you can hide in lockers and under beds. And if you're hiding in a locker or under a bed, as long as they don't see you go in there, they'll never find you. Even though they to sort of ratchet the tension up, they'll like open a locker and you're not in there, and then they'll open the next one and you're not in there. And even though you're in the very next one, they'll never ever open it. So it sort of starts to show. It's, you can you can almost game the system because you know that if I make it to a locker, if I make it to a bed, I'm totally safe. So I need to know where a locker or a bed is at all times. And then the way the enemies work is they'll patrol around and you are kind of sneaking. And if they, they find you, they'll chase you. But when they find you, it's you just run to this room where you know there's a locker, jump in the locker. He comes in there, looks for you, doesn't find you, leaves. So it ends up, for me anyways, um, learning the patrols of the enemies was like I go out and I see this guy he goes into this room and I have uh well the first part is you have you have to turn on uh two fuel pumps and uh, the electrical panel to get the power back on so there's three rooms each one has a fuel pump one has the panel every time you activate a pump the guy will hear the noise and come check it so he has a set patrol that he goes through all these rooms so learning the patrol was as easy as basically uh, you know, see him go into a room, he, whatever, he comes out and sees me, I run to where I know I'm safe, and I hide, and then he starts his patrol over again. So I know that, okay, I have to start on a different room. Oh, no, he caught me there. Okay, well, I run back to my room, I'm safe, he hides, I'll start on the other room. Okay, that one worked, and then, you know, I got the next one wrong, yeah, but he detects that's... me, and okay, so I run back and I hide, and then he starts over. And uh, every enemy I've faced so far, it is very, very easy to game them, and as soon as you figure out that 
they're really not threatening because you can just run to the these lockers, run to this bed, and uh, you're totally fine. Like the the tension is just off immediately because I'm just running around. I'm not even that bothering sucks. to stealth anymore because why bother? I always know where a, a hiding spot is. If I see a dude, I just run to my hiding spot. And you like you're supposed to do things like. Uh, slam doors behind you to slow them down and vault over stuff because that'll slow them down. You don't have to do any of that shit. You just run, you make a beeline for your hiding spot, you slam yourself in the door. I've never been found. And that kind of sucks, and that kind of kills it for me because from what I played of this game, which is very little again, but I just thought that the, like just the atmosphere that they present and the tone that they that they start off with was just amazing. I was sort of bummed too because, well, the like, it's a win-loss scenario because if it's super scary and you know really atmospheric, I would have been like, yeah, what a scary game, but I would have never played it. Now I might play it, but it's kind of a shitty game when you get uh, down to sucks. it because like there's really I'm basically just running my ass through this asylum. There's a little bit of. Uh, not even really puzzle solving. You just kind of explore the area, and you know, I found a key card. Oh, I'm interested in goes the, to the store. In the story, if anything, right? Because uh, there's the, uh, there's ghosts, ghosts. Su- super supernatural. I don't know. I saw some guys get thrown around by an invisible force, so there is something of the supernatural going on. It seems like the letters and the emails or whatever that you find kind of give give hints to, to, to what's going on at this place, and I kind of want to get to the bottom of it. And I was actually thinking of just trying to play it in, like, broad daylight and, like, daytime. If you turn the sound down, that game is not scary. Yeah? That game is only scary when the sound is up, because yes. the scary parts, the music swells in your face, and you're like, ah! And then... Yeah. But if the sound is down, you're like, oh, okay, I can hear the music getting a little bit louder, there's something scary coming. Oh, I was- oh no! I was getting right into it, like I had all the lights turned off and I had the mu- the the sound turned up, and I was I was getting into it. And I think that was a big reason why it had the effect it had on me. Maybe it would be. I think it might. That might be the only way to play this game. Because, yeah. Like playing it just as a game. Like I am. I'm not really totally invested in it. I don't really want to get that scared. I'm just kind of playing it to play it. <laughs> It's not a great game, but if maybe if I had my headphones on and it was yeah, dark maybe. and I had the sound way up and you know was <sighs> working on my Outlast VO. <sighs> just... Yes, yeah, so, so I bought those uh, those Sony Pulse that Sony Pulse headset, which gives you a seven point one uh, sound right on your ears and has like the, these r- weird rumble packs that actually um, they actually like give you haptic feedback with that sounds amazing that sounds so cool it was awesome it was really awesome when i tried it with my with my playstation because i just watched like some some video game trailers but one of the ones was the the call of duty trailer and yeah with all the explosions in that that thing was rumbling on my head i'm like this is awesome unfortunately when i tried it with to chat with you on the pc it was garbage so i'm like i i i decided to return them for that reason because they're expensive. It's an expensive headset, and I no, just kind of want for a seven point one headset. Ninety nine bucks ain't shit, son. One fifty for the oh no, oh yeah, no. For the, oh, these yeah. fucking things. These fucking these tritons that I never use because I don't like the way they fit. They uh, were like two forty nine. Jesus. And also, I don't like the uh, they they are true five point one, so they have four speakers and a sub. Whereas the Pulse ones are virtual 7.1, yeah. yeah. And, like, 
simulated is the way to go. Like, the, these things kind of sound like shit, which it fucking pisses me off. We're spending 250 bucks on these fucking things, Quite and they, they, they just do not sound good. Anyways, I'm going to try to get the, the, the ones that they're going to release for the PS4, and hopefully that's a little bit better with the PC. If not, I'm going to start looking into something like that. But, yeah, with Outlast, I'd imagine... Though, uh, with with a headset like that and that game, I just, you could get, like, knee-deep into that game and just be frightened to fuck. Does it, uh, do, the, do those headphones only work with the PS, the PlayStation console they're made for, and PC? Yeah. How are they connected? Are they USB? Um, they're wireless? No, no they're, they have the wireless dongle, but uh, you can you can hook it up to, mm. like... Uh, iPod or your Vita with. Could I like, hook it up uh, to my Xbox One? I don't know. Maybe. I mm, maybe. Because I would love a good pair of wireless 7.1 simulated headphones, but if I can't use them with the Xbox, I can only use them with the, like the. Uh, use it no with everything or, or or not at all. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I want. I want something that'll work with everything. Well, I got a pair of uh, Tritons over here, which I think they're great. I think you'll love them. They work with everything. Uh, yeah. I paid two fifty right? for them. I'll give them to you for uh, one ninety nine. What do you say? One ninety nine. That sounds I'll like a steal shipping. of a I'll deal. Cover, I'll cover shipping as well. Shipping? You're not even yeah. going to drive them over next time no. you're in town. Well, that's me covering <laughs> shipping. <laughs> you covering shipping? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, other than Outlast, I played a little bit more Republic. Republic. And that is a good game. Yeah. Unfortunately... When, because you're telling this girl, we we talked a little bit little bit about it last week. Um, when you're telling this girl where to go and she doesn't go where you want her to go, that game gets frustrating because you get caught. And when you get caught, you get walked back to a cell, and depending on where you are, that cell could be a minute away. And watching this guard walk you back to a cell is annoying. Like you have to watch the whole minute long walk back to the cell. Yeah, and there's, it, there's no like. It feels put your palm on the screen to skip it. It feels like I can do something to kind of, to, to 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 save her, but I feel like I don't. I haven't unlocked that ability to do. Oh, it. okay, I see. So I think that's hmm. why the there's that. But I'm actually not even certain. But other than that, again, it's still a pretty cool game. Almost done, uh, episode one. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I. Uh, I held off on finishing it because I wanted to buy the season pass. Because with the season pass, you get like the developer developer commentaries. Like you'll you'll look around in the in the in the world using uh, your uh, surveillance camera, and you'll see like these camouflage camouflage is the developer. But you'll see their their logo icon pop up, and you can click on it, and then that'll pop up like just a, a developer commentary. And at first, I thought there were going to be developer commentaries that sort of talk about situation that you're in, like uh, a little bit of background on the story or whatever. But what it what it really is just they put them they mic'd up the actual development process. So you got guys talking about like the geometry of the place and talking about what went into designing the area. And it's very technical and something I'm super not interested in. So I'm listening to some of these and I'm like I don't I don't care about this at all. So that's kind of disappointing. Hmm. Is that it? Any other games? Metro, which we covered. No, that's it. 
Yeah, we kind of I, I we talked what I played. I played uh, Battlefield, Elder Scrolls Online, and a little bit Outlast. Speaking of ESO, I sent you a link. I found it where you can get it for forty five bucks. Yeah, I see that. So, Is it digital? Uh, yeah, forty five bucks digital. Yeah. So Ooh, that uh, so that sells me on it. I'll probably get it now for forty five. Yeah, sure. I'll probably put that transaction through after this show. Um, let's talk about some news. What do you guys say? Let's do it. A little bit of news here. Let's start. Uh, okay, here's a sweet headline. Uh, fucking Flappy Bird, it says. <laughs> that was me. In my, <laughs> in this this news doc here. Uh, what's been going on with this Flappy Bird? Tell so, me about the Flappy Birds. About Tuesday, I was pounding through Twitter and I saw somebody just post a tweet to somebody else like what's your flappy bird score and they posted like 30 and someone replied i got fucking two i'm like what the hell's flappy bird so i looked on itunes and and downloaded i'm like this game's not that bad so then like exactly the next day like flappy bird just explodes into the news like this is a good thing to pass the time while i'm taking a shit you know it's you, you tap the bird you go through the pipes great big deal like i didn't realize how big of a news story this shit was gonna blow into and uh pretty much come to find out like this game is the reason mobile platform or like phone gaming is just a, a cesspool of crap and um why like yeah well, ju- justify justify I that hear, statement what do you, what because you this guy okay his his name is like dong nagoyan and uh he created this game early to mid last year and it, it was pretty popular then, but it just recently exploded into the mainstream. And the concept of it is you're a bird, you tap the screen, you go through the pipes, that's it. It's like Helicopter. Have you ever played the old uh, browser game Helicopter? It's yeah. basically Helicopter. Yeah, it's exactly it. I mean, this game has been done a million times over. However, as people started digging further into it, they realized that without any physical evidence, like his 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 art style is, is almost completely ripped off from Mario games. Um, the concept of the game itself, even down to... The, uh, the the colors of the obstacles and the, the 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 type of character you play is torn from a browser game called Pio Pio, where you play as a, a yellow duck flying over green cactuses. So this guy was making fifty to sixty thousand dollars a day on this, and suddenly he just has all of this this fame and getting all this money come in. And he says, yesterday in twenty two hours, I'm taking this game down. I can't take it anymore. And um, it's just. Well, it's, it's, it seems like the thing that led him to say that was uh, apparently, just looking at this uh, this story here, apparently it um, Flappy Bird, you know, it did kind of blow up, and it, it shot way, way up, and it basically uh, drew all these allegations that he had paid somebody to basically set up the, this bot farm where people would go yeah. in and just rank Flappy Bird 5 on the Apple iStore over and over and over and over again. And uh, his response to that, uh, the, the direct quote I'm reading here, he said... Uh, it doesn't matter, don't you think? If I did fake it, should Apple let it live for months? So he didn't. He didn't deny it, and he, like, he didn't even, not even a little bit, did he deny it? He's like, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Who cares? And well, now, in all honesty, how else do you get exposure for games like that? You make a good like, game that people like and people scum. talk about. But you know what? That's the thing, though. Just like, let's say he did make all these accounts and falsely five-star it so everybody saw it. Once everybody saw it and they saw how amazing quote amazing it was and kept playing it, why is that a bad thing? The issue with mobile gaming in in phones is that people go onto the the store and they just go to the 
what's hot? And then they click on that shit, and people are completely uninformed. So what's happening is we're getting replications of all of these shitty style games, because as soon as Flappy Bird went to the top of the charts, suddenly you got games like Floppy Dog and, and Flippy Turtle, and like people trying to play off that exact same style of the game. And if you, there, there was an article I was reading where you can actually hire people to clone games for you. They basically steal the code, and then they swap it out with different characters, and then they publish the game. And people try to play off of the naivety and the stupidity of people that just go onto the App Store and be like, I just can't remember the name of that floppity-doppity game that somebody told me. This looks like it. So they download it, and before you know it, it's, just, it's people are catering to the dumb masses that don't understand what they're doing. Are you telling I'm sorry, me but why that... is that a problem? Are why you is that a that... problem that these people get fucked over? You're telling me that Candy Crash is not a legitimate no. spin-off? What? <laughs> Candy Crash is not the sequel. What about Dr. Moira? You tell me you gotta <laughs> drop the pills down and you gotta match up the colors to kill the germs? You telling that me? No. Uh, not his Russian cousin. Little Dr. Mario joke for you guys there. I don't know if anybody picked that up. Yeah, but, got uh, it. No, I don't that's, think that's where the humor's at, man. It's, it's if you can see the video, it's up here. Up here. Batman's I just chest. have a, I have a huge issue with with mobile gaming right now because it's just nothing but this money grab for let's replicate some game that just happened to make it big. It'd be like in the console. All mobile gaming has ever been. Let me tell you guys from the about beginning Dungeon of Bejeweled. Like come yeah. on, from the beginning of mobile gaming, it's always been hey, how can I get the most money out of the least amount of time and to then be, have my game go away? To be fair, I don't. I haven't played Flappy Bird, but are there microtransactions? I don't. No. Yes, there it, are. Seems, it seems no, there like aren't. he made. It seems like he made all his money off of ad revenue. It's not yeah. like he was suckering people into the game and cheating them into buying something. It was just people were downloading, and playing this game, which is not an issue at all. And I I agree with his statement of it is shitty business that you know you hire a bot farm to boost your thing up. But I mean, at the end of the day, the uh, the product is going to speak for itself, which makes the thing that he is just like. All right, you know what? I'm pulling it down. Fuck you guys. I I'm tired of making fifty thousand dollars a day. S- something w- weird yeah. is going. Like he claims it's nothing legal, but something super weird is going on. I feel because... like there was a cease and desist letter issued, and it's I... like unless this is Phil Fish in disguise, because I think he's the only <laughs> game developer in the world who has just been like, "Oh, you guys are talking shit about me on Twitter. Fine, fuck you. I'm not making my game." <laughs> like it. How thick. Like, how thin of a skin do you have as a game developer? Of course people are going to say shit about your game, even if it's the greatest game in the world. Even if it's one of the even if it's Grand Theft Auto V, the best-selling game ever. I bet people talk shit about that game to Rockstar all the time. Do you just throw your hands up and go, ah, we sold 32 million copies, fuck it, let's do no more Grand Theft Auto. We're taking it down. Like, no, come on, what, no. what's going on here? So there's yeah, something but when deeper. you're a private publisher like that, Maybe there is a point where you're like, you know what? It's not worth the hassle. I've Just made don't enough money. Read your emails if that's a problem. You're making fifty thousand dollars a day. You can fucking pay somebody to screen your emails right. and get you're rid making, of all the hate. You're making fifty thousand dollars a day. How many days in a row do you need to make fifty thousand dollars a day before you all can retire? So you're telling me that if you had, uh, were playing the the dinner dangle candy crash. On but you know what? Store. I'm not this crazy motherfucker. If it was me, I would add microtransactions, and <laughs> I would charge people to play my game, and I would dick them in their ass as much as I could. Yeah, we're playing this Kevin's like, puzzle you know quest. What? This stress is not worth it. I don't. I do not understand it. I do not understand it at all. 
Especially, it's not like people are. It's not like people are. Well, maybe they are, but I mean, for the most part, people are coming up to them and saying it's. It's just something that you can very easily get away from. Don't well, look at your Twitter. Don't look at your email. Like, what? Eric, what's the problem? Eric believes me. Eric is is totally on board with the uh, the money is not worth the stress angle. Yeah. Absolutely. There doesn't have to be any stress. Like you're, you have to be an idiot. You're causing yourself stress. But it's your game. Obviously, you want to see what people think about it. Why would you just make a game and then turn turn completely off to everything that people are saying? Well, I think that's already, why there's something more going you've on. You've already stolen the art, basically directly out of the original Mario Brothers. You've already done stolen. all this shitty, shitty business. You've paid these Chinese people to rate your app, like. Suddenly you get a conscience and you go, yeah, you know what? These guys are right. I'm going to take the game down. I don't but I don't think so. It's not about the conscience. It's like, you know what? Maybe there is something going on behind the scenes and he's trying to get out before he gets sued. That's it's a it's a super weird, super super weird story. I just see this this whole Flappy Bird kind of as the 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 culmination of mobile gaming right now and it's just crap because so many people say oh mobile gaming is a viable platform no it's not because the second you put anything remotely successful out there there's going to be 10,000 replications of it and they're just catering to nothing but money they're not trying to make anything unique or interesting or even let me tell you about the wolf among us that is a mobile game let me tell you about the walking dead i think that's also on ios let me tell you about republic let me tell you about the last 17 call of duty games all game like games now on console are replications of popular games. Like you can't hate on a game because it takes a, an existing formula, improves on it, and makes it better. Like you can't hate on a game because I think of that. it's well, no, you totally can, but mm. I don't think you can make a broad statement like uh, just, iOS gaming is dead. I'm not like, saying there's it's a lot. Dead. There's a lot of shit sucks. out there, but you know, there's also some legitimately interesting stuff people are doing, like Republic. Or Dungeon Keeper. But there's too many people that are afraid to do shit like that because they're just trying to go after that quick buck. I don't... It's, no, it's, I don't think that's the case at all. I think the people who want to make that cool stuff will always make that cool stuff, and everybody else will go for the money grab, but it's as simple it, as... It's gonna get, just don't oh, play that stuff, it's man. It's going to get overshadowed by the people who are purchasing these bot farms to push I, their games to the top. I maintain that in today's internet-filled world where we have Twitter, where we have Facebook, where we have 10,000 gaming sites dedicated only to gaming, that the good games will will get their due. Yeah, people, are gonna their realize, people are going to realize the games that are trash and that are just where they are because of bots ranking them up and games that are like legitimately fun to play i had a person strike up a conversation with me at work about flappy bird because she was having such a good time playing that game just out of nowhere like hey you ever play flappy bird and i'm like yes i have let's go to the bathroom and have sex (laughs) (laughs) i'll show you my flappy bird i'll show you flappy bird but yeah, it's like like Flappy random Bird. people. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get the Flappy Bird. Talk into the about pipes. the game. Like, you can't say that that <laughs> game is only where it is because of the bots. If random people will come up to you and talk about the game, yeah, put the Flappy Bird in the pipe. That's let me, right. Let me see your Flappy Bird pipe. <laughs> the um, did you guys see that Sly Cooper? Hell yeah! Movie trailer. <laughs> What the fuck? They're making a full feature length Sly Cooper movie. Uh, no. Uh, what do you mean no, no, they are. They are. They, uh, I know, I know, but I don't. I, 
I'm on the fence about whether or not I like it because I love the Sly Cooper games. But... It looks so stupid. It might be the greatest kind of stupid. It's too early to tell. The, the what they did with um, Bentley and what's the hippo's name? Um, uh, I just saw. Uh, that. I can I can tell you in two seconds. Murray, Murray and Bentley. Like, yeah. The the voices changed too dramatically from the cartoon or from the games, and it just. I don't feel like that game is going to lend itself too well to a movie adaptation. From what I've cool. never, it's, it's I've weird. never played those games, but Neither from that I. trailer, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, totally. That totally that can totally be a movie. So what what do you mean by that just, that that won't work? He's because, just too involved in the canon of the game already. No, not even. No, that, I totally just, I totally get it. If you've played. How five or however many Sly Cooper games there've been, and Sly and and Bentley and Murray have always been yeah, these voices, okay. and then now you're seeing them in the movie, and it's not like it's live action, like it's still CG in a weird way. Like to just change the voice is a super weird decision. Yeah, I, I sort and they changed that. the art style really drastically. Like one thing that everybody noticed was that Sly didn't <laughs> quite look the same. He looked it. it it's. They sharpened up his features. They made him almost look more adult and more mature, and it's almost like taking a darker spin on the series. Well, and... sort of. I mean, the trailer is... It seems like they're setting up this heist, and then you find out they're trying to get to the donut store before it closes. Yeah, like kind of dumb. It, it seems fucking ins of all the video games to turn into a movie like over the years that we've like oh the world of warcraft movie is still in the works the bioshock movie is supposed to be in the works like all these huge huge franchises that maybe they would lend themselves to a movie to like but actually get a trailer out of slight like this looks like it's totally going forward i feel like so a ratchet weird. and clank one would have been a lot better i feel yeah. like all of these would have it's like no don't make these but what are you guys doing yeah. I don't know. Like, who's gonna want to see this? Sly Cooper fans. That's exactly. it. No, well, you, that you, is you it. put the you put that out on you put that commercial out in front of like whatever the the demographic like those are the their demographics the shows that they watch and you'll get kids starting to talk and like hey I want to watch that Sly Cooper movie. You think this is like a, a big push to maybe turn on a new generation of kids to the Sly Cooper name? Maybe. I don't know. Like, I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, well, if I was that demographic, I would be sort of into that, because that actually looks pretty cool. And I noticed that it was, it was it's going to be done by the same studio that did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I really like that movie. Well, it's kind of like, like what as... they're doing with the new Sonic game, too. They're starting a new Sonic series, and they're rebooting it with a manga and a, and a TV series. Yeah. And... Sonic's legs are really long now, and he looks Knuckles like Nathan is, Drake. Knuckles is like, uh, like four or five feet taller than yeah, Sonic, and that. has like just this big, bulky upper body. It's weird. It is so weird. That Sonic thing was, but just uh, like outcry. outcry. The, the, uh, inter the entire internet went no. That trailer for that movie, even though it's not my thing, I can't. <laughs> really fault it for doing what it needs to do. And if it if it starts to garner the attention of these kids who will be buying these games pretty soon, that's a pretty good tactic. Yeah, maybe. I, I guess, it, yeah. You know what, it's one of those things that doesn't appeal to me, but yeah, it's I not, understand. It's not there, to us. There is someone out there that maybe but would appreciate that. But I guess that. Eric is 
you're kind of into it, or you're kind of into Sly at least. A little bit. So I don't know if if it if it sort of if it sort of offends like the core like that core group, but but uh, adopts like a whole new like demographic. I think that's a risk. I don't think it so much take. offends me as it's just like this. Of all the games you could choose, why Sly Cooper? Yeah, I guess. I don't Here's know, something maybe. we can uh, we can all weigh in on. The la uh, the Naughty Dog is allegedly working on The Last of Us Two. I saw that. It is currently uh, apparently there's uh, no hard and fast facts, no hard and fast facts, but it is apparently in development for the PlayStation Four due to be out in 2015. I kind of wish this would be a series that would be a one and done. Me so too. do I. If Me somebody, too. if uh, Naughty Dog is working on The Last of Us Two, somebody somewhere messed up really, really badly. Yeah. What if it's a completely different story that doesn't have anything care. to do with the people from Last of Us 1? Yeah, At that point, the, they're just playing off the name. Yeah, if that's the case, don't call it The Last of Us 2. Like, that is the worst name you could give that game, is The Last of Us 2. But there's been tons of games that have done that. There's just, like, like The Elder Scrolls. It's a completely different game. It's just in the same universe. Why is that a fault? Because it has The Last of Us name. Uh, you can't really You're, make that same yeah, this comparison. Isn't, but you this can. Isn't, you can make that comparison. No, you, uh, absolutely this not. This is the start of a franchise. No. In the Elder Scrolls game, even though the Elder Scrolls comes before the subtitle, the game is always referred to by Skyrim or Morrowind or Daggerfall. It's not the Elder Scrolls 1. But and that's, then the direct sequel, the Elder fault. Scrolls that's 2. That's not the manufacturer's fault. Like, no, that is the, the way that who... they bill it. They, that is the way that they advertise and present it because they so don't want... Because if they... it's advertised as The Last of Us 2, we have to hate it from the beginning? No, it's the fact that we... Like, this game doesn't warrant a sequel. Yeah, I'm not saying I hate it. I haven't played it. Maybe it's but great. But what if it's not a I'm sequel? Saying, what if it's just in the same world? It's and it's a completely different game that has nothing to do with the first game. The You're Last already of Us... writing it off because it says Last of Us Two. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I, I, I get totally what you're saying, because what I'm seeing in my when I hear the name The Last of Us Two, what I'm imagining is Joel and Ellie, and that story is continuing. And if that's the case, somebody somewhere it should be fucking hanged. That but story is. Don't leave it. You guys made a fantastic story. Don't touch. Don't Assassin's fuck it up. Assassin's Creed Three and Assassin's Creed Four. Like, come on, those are not the same game. It's in the same world, but it's not the same game. Why All didn't you Assassin's write off Assassin's Creed, Creed beforehand? 4? Built off of each other, they were continuations. And four, they just decided to milk the goddamn cash cow. It's be the like, same well, thing. Just even four on there. Even if this is an Assassin's Creed scenario where it's identical mechanics but different characters, somebody that doesn't sound appealing to me. That somebody but fucked you, up. You said yourself that, like taking the Assassin's Creed series, you didn't like Assassin's Creed three, but Assassin's Creed four brought you back into it. You thought it was a great game. You can't yes. give The Last of Us the same carte blanche. To, to make <laughs> it needs a subtitle put a subtitle on it and then I'll be okay I'll I don't know. a chance to completely write off a game before it's even technically announced because I don't, it says number two in it I don't seems like think, the biggest no, my, move you can make my outrage is that I don't think they should even touch that franchise just leave it yeah, we I don't, don't know when world... to just let good things be anymore. Exactly. But you I don't know what? think the I bet world you... needs more of The Last of Us. I, I think bet it... you a bunch of people said the same thing when Resident Evil came out. They're like, you know what? We don't need a Resident Evil 2. 
Yeah, and it gave us such great games like Resident Evil on the 3DS, Resident Evil Silent Revelations. Hill? What about Silent, Silent Hill? Hill Silent awesome. Hill 1 does not yeah, need a sequel. You're right. Fuck these great guys. sequels like Silent Hill Downpour. But two is but the best going one. Far into the into the the light. This is how that starts. This is exactly how that starts. Last of Us but Two you know comes what? and then that we sells care? well, and then we have Last of Us Three. Suddenly, it's a yearly franchise. Suddenly, Joel and Ellie are up to their crazy new shenanigans every year. <laughs> what will Joel if, and Ellie get up to this time? On it's the if last four of us. years down the line, the game starts to suck, and we get three good games out of it. I don't want. I would hate. rather no. Why I would rather. Hate? I would rather have one. And I would rather nobody sully the memory of just leave it. It's a pristine. But it wasn't even a great package. game. It wasn't even yes, it amazing is. for yes, what it, it is. did. No. It's very good. It is not. It is one of the best games of the last generation. Hands I agree with you, Matt. Yes. Cut I above. absolutely agree with you that they should leave this alone. But Move it's a on. Bit, but like when the when the shareholders or whoever the powers that be see that this game was a super hit it won a bunch of game game of the year awards they're gonna push for Naughty Dog to make sequels and that's shitty that's and how if, you if get they, guitar hero that's slap how you get call of duty the, um, if they slap but on that last of us guitar title hero and every guitar, call of duty makes money and it, and people buy it they're how good does games. that mean yes, not a good game Sure. For one thing, like I don't want this bird. to turn into Uncharted. I don't want this to be it's, another Naughty Dog Uncharted series. Of you've to, played every Uncharted game. Sorry, because that Uncharted lends itself positively to that style of game. It's like, it's let's continue it. Nathan thinks crazy enough. How do you know this won't? You're writing it yeah, off completely. For sure. It's up to Naughty Dog to sort of rein it in. And... If they're pushed to do another Joel and Ellie like kind of story, that's going to be super shitty. But if they decide to sort of spin it off into a different story in that world, I'll be okay with that. That world is ripe with good stories. And again, it's, it, again, it, it's all it's up a to them. Zombie game again. Like I are are we? Can we please get away from this? It was great once. It was a great one off. We've been in enough. this situation for enough. the last three years. Though. I know. We're going to be in this situation for the on. next three years. No, no. The if generation they, is shifting. We're getting into mechs. Story. Mechs are the way of the future. <laughs> mech games. Titanfall, that fucking mech-based surfing game that we thought was great. Wave-based surfing game. Let's bring the mechs. Let me tell you. If More they mechs. can weave another story that's as engaging as that, then I'll be okay with it. But if they do start milking... The adventures of Joel and Ellie yet again. That's that's where it's going to be shitty, and I'm I'm sort of hope, holding out hope that that they don't do that. Because on a related I agree note, with you. Uh, that DLC for The Last of Us comes out on February fourteenth. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking forward Friday. to that. Lo- really looking forward to that. Yeah, tell uh, it, what it tells the story of like Ellie. Before Some she met Joel, girl. when she Pre, was a, like, yeah, you know, when she was a kid, hanging out with other kids. Before she was the savior of humanity. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's debatable. Well, uh, would have been if it wasn't for Joel. This is an interesting story here, Oliver. What would you say if I told you that you could trade in your PS3, and Microsoft would give you one hundred dollars? Hmm. Trade that thing and trade that thing and put it in. They have like a big. It's a like, very technical. Uh, science bin that you put all the PS3s in, and then it 
and a fine powder comes out the bottom. So it's and, like a trash uh, compactor. Yeah, one hundred dollars yeah, yeah. hard cash. Except they call it a science. No, one hundred one hundred dollars towards the purchase of an Xbox One. Oh, only oh. in the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. So then, essentially, an Xbox One would be the same price as a PlayStation Four. Only if you ditch your PS3. Ooh. Mm-hmm. My Metal Gears are on my PS4, PS3. That's like the worst fucking deal someone could ever offer. It's weird. Isn't that super weird of Microsoft to... I think that might be... I can't think of any example where that's something like that has ever happened, where a, a, a console publisher, a console developer, will offer you incentive to throw out the... Con- literally throw out the competing console that you already own. Has there that is, ever happened? No, as far as like video game consoles, no. But like just recently, um, and this is weird, weirdly related in that um, a tool supply, like uh, let's, it's just, it's just an, uh, a place where we go as electricians to buy supplies. But they have this tool promotion where, hey, turn your Dewalt uh, drills or your Makita drills or whatever, and get a hundred dollars. Off the this this brand new Milwaukee set. It's kind of yeah. that's weird. That's isn't that crazy weird? It's 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 a push where Milwaukee wants to give them the new top of the line stuff for their well, old stuff and 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 win over win over the, that 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 demographic. Well, what and, Milwaukee wants is for everybody to use Milwaukee, so that yeah. everybody else in the trade sees Milwaukee and goes, "Oh, they're they're everyone's using them. They must be good." And you know what? It it it, it works because I've always been using Milwaukee myself, but they make great lot, beer there, too. <laughs> there's been a lot of guys who have seen me using my stuff and seen other guys using their stuff. And then they hear about this 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 promotion, and they're like, "Yeah, you know what? I, I really like this Milwaukee stuff. I think I'm going to hand in my old Dewalt in whatever in whatever form it's 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 in, whether it's it's working or not working or whatever. You can still get a hundred dollars off this brand new set." See, and, I haven't looked uh, I haven't looked into this enough, but I wonder if you could turn in a fried PS3. Oh yeah, maybe. I'm sure you could. I, it like, it uh, sounds like the yeah. same kind of thing, but like. As far as these tools went, like it, it worked like crazy. Like pretty much everybody on our site now has this mil- these new Milwaukee's. Yeah, on our on Manatank, our site, Manatank.com. Everybody <laughs> on there. It uh, it's a little different, but it's, yeah, it's a it, lot it different because you know it tools much... get banged up. You got to replace them every yeah. couple years, anyways. Like the, it, it is get much rid different. of your PS3. Like what the because... f- what happens to all the games? What like because as far as like video game console goes, it's it's just to each his own, right? And with these tools, it's just like, because these guys have the opportunity to use the stuff and see that this stuff is kind of superior even to their old stuff. Apparently, um, reading into this a little a little further, uh, Microsoft has done this before with uh, tablets and smartphones, but because the Microsoft tablets and smartphones have traditionally been piles of shit, I can't imagine anybody did that. <laughs> To me, this just seems like a huge, desperate money grab. Well, it's just like uh, when Matt got his copy of Battlefield 4. It's like, hey, they're just raising awareness of the fact that this game exists. They're getting more copies circulating, which in turn generates more word of mouth, which in turn generates more sales. Yeah, I guess that was almost the exact same situation. It's weird, though. It's like, to me, that is just... 
insane. I can't imagine doing that. I can't imagine getting a hundred. I, I don't know. Makes you wonder the why time, they didn't offer that up with the Xbox 360s. At the same, well, because they want because they to were have the same Xbox price point, weren't they? they? But they were the same. They cost the same. Or oh, also, PlayStation was more expensive at the time. Also, if they. Oh no! I guess you would have to turn in a PS2 to get an Xbox 360. I don't know. That's it's, it's a weird thing to think about. I wonder if we'll see more. I feel like like why because... doesn't why doesn't Sony fire back and be like trade in if Sony has a thing where they say trade in your Red Ring Xboxes and get hundred dollars off a of PS4. I, I'll have two more PS4s for free. Yeah, they they would not do that though because they're already cheaper than Xbox. They don't need yeah. to generate was... the extra sales. They don't there need was... to get people talking about their system. There was kind of a counter ad that that in this in the same design as that Xbox ad, it said like, "Hey, keep your PS3 and still get a hundred dollars off the the, the PlayStation cost of 3. an Xbox Four yeah. by buying an X or a PS4, right? Yeah, because it's a hundred dollars like, less. You can keep your PS4 and get, or you can keep your PS3 and get a PS4 for the same price for the same price. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and I was like, "Oh, that's clever." I wonder if that bit them in the ass. But I bet you Xbox generated a ton of new sales because of this $100 off. Uh, I would be very interested to see some numbers. I wonder how many people actually traded in PS3s or But or those are numbers you'll, that they'll never release. No, of and course not. Do, of course not. It's five, six years down the line, right? Well, yeah. The, the only way they release those numbers is if, like, five million people trade in PS3s. Yeah, and just like, like, a hey, whole guess what? Of PS3s. Fuck you, Sony. This is what we did. Yeah, yeah. it's Dick too bad. on the cause... table. <laughs> it's been a really interesting... Like, this generation shift has been way more cutthroat than it has been last time. Everything from, like, the... Well, no one knows if it was last minute, but I assume the last minute hundred dollar price drop on the PS4, uh, the the Xbox One changing all that online always DRM shit. Like it's been really a lot of backdoor shady business dealings. Yeah, it's been weird. But that's good, man. That the competition between them. That honestly, I never felt with the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Like, sure, there was like some games between the two that you had to buy on one console but it was never like hey fuck you buy us and we'll give you extra money yeah yeah and it's it's great for us for the consumer it's totally great i just wonder how i wonder how they're doing off of it uh one last story that i want to talk about here um ea has released a, a press release stating very clearly that titanfall will not suffer from the same launch issues as battlefield 4 <laughs> because that has been all anyone can talk about uh they're rolling out uh, alpha tests right now doing things like stress testing uh, all sorts of alpha beta uh the beta by the way for titanfall could open up literally tomorrow could be any time now apparently they have, have they uh, said how you get into that uh, it's not really clear yet. They sent it uh, out to cert. It's just waiting on EA to certify it, and then it'll be open to the public. Uh, it's confirmed you don't need to pre-purchase Titanfall. You don't need to pre-order it, nothing. The beta should be open to everybody on uh, PC and Xbox One. Because that might be the uh, thing that convinces me to buy it. That game looks amazing. I don't know why you still need convincing. Like That looks like the game. That looks like this generation's Call of Duty because if I get that the same day that I get Dark Souls and the same day I get a kid... <laughs> Kids, whatever. Leave Hi, that guy Christy. at the hospital. 
Kevin hey. says hi, Christy. Look who's back there. Yeah, that's right. Give us baby trying update. to be quiet. <laughs> Tell her to give us a baby update. They want a baby update. I'm what sure the update is, fuck, I hate being pregnant. <laughs> Get this thing out of me right now. Any day. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. You guys all set? Not at all. Oh, that's good. You just you got even that. have a crib. Let's we just do. say that. We have a crib and we have a stroller and we have breasts to provide milk. Has your crib been pimped? Has anyone pimped your crib yet? Do you what? plan on trying the breast milk directly from the source? Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, so everyone, we have oh, these long shows. I have yeah. a lot to drink, and I it's get fine. more ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick it over to some emails. How about that? What do you guys say? Yeah. Yeah, Podcast sure. at manatank.com is the email address. You want to write in some emails. Uh, first one this week comes from Cody. He says, hey, MTP crew. Uh, I've chatted with Eric on Steam, and the game Hearthstone came up. I was wondering if any of you have heard of it. It's a free card game based on World of Warcraft. Eric said he might give it a try, but thought Kev would enjoy it most. And I thought it would give him something to do but play that hot pile of garbage MPQ. <laughs> Thanks for reading, Cody. Hey, Cody. Fuck you. End of conversation. <laughs> I've heard of that Hearthstone game. I've, I've heard that, of it. I've had that Hearthstone game for, uh... I don't know, a few months now. Isn't it's it still in beta? It is now in open beta. I had access when it was in closed beta. It's, uh... It's very on. good. It's very good. If you want a free-to-play, uh... Fairly simple trading card game. Not even really trading card, like... I don't know what it is classified as, but uh, it's great. Yeah. It's like magic, isn't it? It's a lot simpler than magic. and um, So it's a gateway drug. Yes, very much so. No, well, not I want to play Hearthstone. I want to play it so bad, but my computer is notorious for not accepting anything that is Blizzard or Blizzard-related. Like, Matt knows my struggles with trying to play Diablo 3. Yeah. It's like, I cannot play Blizzard games. I wish I could, but I can't. It's a great game, and it's an open beta, and it's free. Uh, there are a couple free-to-play hooks, but they aren't super invasive. Um, I would throw fucking money at this game. I would that's like, the thing. No, that's that's the beauty of it. Even if you want to only pay money, even if you just want to dump money out every chance you get, even that, as long as you don't suck ass and lose every game, you're you're not spending that much money. Well, see, I would just buy packs. I would, I would buy Why? a ton of packs and it's open packs. Cheaper, it's cheaper to play the arena. The arena is fun. Is more fun. Not more fun than the arena. Kev, how much money did you used to spend on cards when you were a kid, like going to the grocery store? And how, um, how much money did you spend on magic when you were an adult? <laughs> Let's talk about that. I stopped playing magic. Uh, when I was still in school. So that was probably good for me. But when I was in high school and early university and still working, 100% of my disposable income went to Magic the Gathering. 100%. Thousands and thousands. and th I remember one time but you bought like nine boxes and we just sat play. there and opened packs. Let's not great. play. My collection was the fucking dopest of everyone yeah, anyone's ever good. known. 
Do you still have that collection? Uh, I sold it about six years before the bubble burst, and I could have made a lot of money on it. If like if I if I would have held on to my magic collection, I could have sold it today for about fifty thousand dollars. What'd you sell it for? Guaranteed. Uh, I got about seven grand for it when I sold it. Yeah, it's one of those things that like take the money now or take the chance of it going yeah. lower later. And that's that's this that's what I thought at the time, right? But yeah. going well, and- back and being like like literally two days ago, uh, I went to Warp One, which is a comic and card store in Edmonton. And I brought in a playset of Polluted Deltas. You remember what those do, Matt? Uh, swamp Islands? Yeah. They were the fetch land for Swamp Islands. And yeah. I got 300 from, bucks for them. From Onslaught, right? Yeah. Those are 300 fucking bucks? How $300 much? I got for a playset. What was, Not what was, the, what was the black red one? flat out yesterday. Something, something Meyer? Because I had over 50 of those. Because I thought it would be real fun to collect those in case they were worth something one day. <laughs> yeah. And I then I think you, I think I my mum just sell gave those them away. For probably forty dollars a piece right now because oh, they don't have blue in them. If they had blue in them, they would be easily seventy-five dollars a piece. I think I just gave all that shit to some kid who was way into Matt. To be fair, he's probably playing with them and enjoying them and having fun. Exactly. Like so. Like, like I went into went warp to yesterday and I'm like, I brought these three cards or four cards in, literally four cards, and they got me three hundred bucks cash. Wow. Sucks. I wish I still had some idea where that shit is. And I still have a ton of cards that I can sell and make big money on, but I'm at the point now where it's like, I'm just going to hang on to them. Yeah. I sold a bunch of it. I sold, uh, like, all the stuff that was worth anything that I had, I sold. I think I made, like, eight or nine hundred bucks, which was all right for me, because I was 14, 15. Yeah, um, exactly. So I didn't, I didn't put a lot of money into it, so... But it's like, when I... Like, I had people who know what magic is will know what we're talking about, and people who don't can go fuck themselves. Yeah, but, fuck you. But I, I had basically a full set of dual lands, and when I sold them, I sold them for 20 bucks a piece. And now they're worth between 150 and $200 a piece. Like, I could have got 10 times my money if I held on to them. But yeah, that sucks. You, I, how, I do you know, too, right? how do you know, right? How do you know? They weren't really worth anything at the time they were okay you just sort of got them because you know you could always you always added them for extras if you're trying to trade for something and they're like yeah. i don't want to do that you're like well what if i throw in these two dual lands they're like oh, okay now i will so you just always wanted some and then and, yeah. and that's that's the, that's one of the main reasons why i liked that game is because i was really really good at getting good deals for my cards <laughs> like i could trade hustling the I kids could, i could rip people off beyond all belief and, One time, and that was the greatest part about the game. Is like I have this card that I know is worth four dollars, and I'm going to trade it to you because you think it's worth seventy. One time, I traded the same card to a kid twice because he was too stupid to. T- I'm like, because the way it used to be set up was you had binders. You had all your stuff that was worth anything in a binder. You would give him your binder. He'd give you his binder. You'd both look through. You'd pull out what you want, and then you'd work out a deal. And but this fucking kid wouldn't pull it. I'm just like, just take it out of the binder. It's no big deal, man. Like this, that's just the standard. You wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. So he didn't take the card out and didn't get it. And then came back to me like the next day because it was a pre-release or something, and was like, oh, I'm looking for these. How about you trade me this one? I'm like, yes. It's like, yeah, I traded this to you yesterday, but you forgot to take it. How about that? No, I fuck him. I ripped him off. Stupid asshole. 
I loved ripping people off, man. It was like the greatest thing. Like you could go to a pre-release, and the best stories you you get coming out of that pre-release are the biggest rip-offs you made of people. Used to be fun, fun time, man. They used to be a good, super good way lot to spend of fun. Money. Yeah, yeah. Looking Bounce. back, it was like that. Those moments were why I played Magic, ripping people off. <laughs> <laughs> I sold you a foil eighth Wrath of God one time for fifty dollars. And yes, you I did. am, to this day, not sure if I got ripped off. I think it was a fair deal, but I... It, w- it was a fair deal. Like, yeah. the people I knew, don't get me wrong, the people I knew got fair deals out of me. Oh, okay. But when I went to a pre-release, man, those people got fucked. <laughs> uh, Jason. like a great person. Wait, okay. what's a pre-release? That was, uh... Uh, when the next set comes out, they have a tournament the week before it comes out where you go and get to play with all the new cards. Oh. And it's just basically a place where everybody who plays Magic congregates. So yeah. you can get access to stuff that you don't see in your normal play group. I see. And it's so, sort of... Sorry, go Oh, ahead. and then you'd just be just dealing. Yeah, yeah. Wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Always wearing sunglasses. <laughs> oh, man. Jason writes in, says, uh, Good morrow from Fair England. I recently took the opportunity afforded to me by the PlayStation Plus service, this is how people talk in England apparently, to delve into a game I would otherwise never have played, Bioshock Infinite. No, Bioshock Infinite, on a little retro console known as the PlayStation 3. I've never been a huge fan of the Bioshock franchise, but nonetheless have played through this one and some of two, not expecting much. Oh, sorry, uh, played through some of one and two, Uh, not expecting much from this one. I threw myself into it and love the futuristic technology mixed with the old pre-Civil War American setting. My question is this. What game or franchise could do with a new setting? The core mechanics and the feel of the game would remain the same, like with Bioshock Infinite, but the new setting or time period would help expand and refresh the gameplay. I would love to see an ultra-futuristic Assassin's Creed with no eavesdropping missions. Let's get a medieval Metal Gear. Yeah. That wouldn't even fucking make sense. Why would there be walking... (laughs) Tanks that can launch nukes in medieval times. They're like I, the big wooden Trojan horses and yeah, shit. They gotta like build with what they have. Trebuchets. Yeah. And I always thought round tables and shit. Yeah. I always thought that a um, just political intrigue. I thought a medieval Call of Duty would be sweet. That would be cool. You and it would be. It wouldn't. It would be like you and it would be a lot like uh, the Modern Warfare One and Two, where it'd be like you and a cast of characters would be like this. This this elite squad, and you'd have to like, you know, there there would be a huge battle raging, but you would have to sneak into the castle and uh, assassinate the king or something. It, it would, I think, that would be cool. We could get behind that. Also, yeah. I think an ultra futuristic Call of Duty would be sweet too. Just get out of it's like the same thing where they made all the World War Two games for so long that like, all right, let's get out of the modern warfare thing now. Time for something new. I thought they were going to do, like, a Space Marines Call of Duty. Yeah, I they probably will eventually. Drinking Guinness, by the way, Kev? Uh, Budweiser Crown. Oh, okay. Ooh. It is the best beer you can drink. It is so fucking good. It's the king of beers. Uh, arguably, because it is a, a spin-off <laughs> franchise of the Budweiser franchise. 
I'm like really, really drunk right now, so I'm sorry if shit is going off the rails. Kev, the, the question is, uh, what 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 franchise do you think could do with a new setting that would would bring you back into it? The How Last about? of Us. Uh huh. Okay. What's what setting? What new setting? What would be revolutionary here? Pre-apocalypse, The Last of Us. That sounds boring. That sounds Actually, like people you know what? I could going get on about their business normally. A, uh, I, I could get on board with like a mystery-style game about how the virus started. Okay. Yeah, I could see that with Big B. You know, d- give me Big B. Give me anyone you want. <laughs> give me snow. Give me the top off. Give me the head off. Give me all of that. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think I, I honestly think that that would be a, a cool little game. Like not like a, a forty, like like not not a sixty dollar release, but like an expansion twenty dollar, like six hour game. Yeah, like just just give me give me a little bit of backstory rather than oh. Shit hits the fan, and your daughter dies, and now you're crazy. Yeah, because you never see shit hitting the fan. It's always shit hits the fan, and then you start playing, basically. Yeah, you never get yeah, to go exactly. through when it goes wrong. I think that would be a great idea. What about uh, Kevin? Yeah. Writing video games. He's a philosopher. That's a, that's a great idea, actually. Kevin, Eric, any uh, contributions? Anything you I think said could, could medieval use the... Metal Gear. Any real contributions? Medieval Metal Gear makes no fucking sense. It makes a ton of sense. What do you want? All about what do you want? You want a medieval stealth game? It's called Thief. It comes out on February. I want a medieval game that has nothing to do, like nothing. Let me rephrase. I want it to be all politics, like a medieval political game done in the vein of Metal Gear. Mm. How would you do that in the vein of Metal Gear? So, what would the gameplay be? Fuck if I know. Take Metal be- Gear, slap some castles in there. <laughs> no, see, it's not a real suggestion. That's no, a- so basically, he wants a Walking Dead style game about medieval politics, right? No, Metal Gear set in the 1400s. <laughs> I want to mute. You. Stop it. Because <laughs> they're already doing that. It's called the Game of Thrones uh, game by the people who war- make Walking Dead. War hath changed. War hath changed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, last question. Last question comes in from uh, George. I think it's George. Says, "Hey, Matt, Kevin, Swag, and Eric. During the 2013 New Year's show, Swag said he lived in a hotel for some time, and I want to know why." Did I not explain? I thought this? we covered that. I don't know. If the people are asking, maybe sure, okay. maybe it was. There, uh, s- sort of suffice it to say, the, the 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 craftsmanship in my in my condo that I live in was a little shoddy, and apparently it did not keep the water out at, like, shelters are so supposed did, to do. The way I imagine it is, was it, like, you heard, like, a dripping or something late at night? You're like, what the, what is going on? You, like, open the door, and it's just a wall of water just... Whoosh. No, basically, one time, one time my sister woke up, and she woke me up, and she's like, oh, there's water <laughs> pouring into my room. <laughs> oh no! Like, water pouring into the room, like under the door, like I'm no, not... no, 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 like through the through her window, like like because the, the 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 envelope of the building isn't wasn't sealed, so like it was after like uh, a warm day in the winter, so a lot of the snow on the roof melted, and it came, it started just pouring through, and the way the the roof was engineered is it didn't promote like the water to just pour off or slough off or whatever so it your ended whale up whale was all fucked up yeah 
Yeah. Bro, you got to fix your swale. And so what happened was the for a time it would it would it would thaw and it would just kind of uh, it would build up there and then it would it would freeze up and then that that creates ice damming. And then so in the in in the in the springtime when everything would like thaw completely instead of because of this ice dam instead of sloughing off it actually funneled into the building and it just came to a point where this one one time in on a warm day in winter, it's just started pouring into my unit, and we're on the third floor. There's I was going to say that's above that's us. concerning being on the third floor and having water pouring in the windows. Yeah, no kidding. Like I could just imagine the fourth floor people like, oh, are just inundated with water. I don't know. In the days, water's <laughs> made it up to the third floor. So, anyways, after after a bit of investigation or whatever, they found like, okay, well, we gotta we gotta get into your unit. We gotta tear stuff apart. We gotta fix things. And even to this day. Um, there are portions of our building which are which are completely hoarded off, and they're still doing repairs. That's wow. a good. That's a good ending to like. <laughs> to this day, they to say they day. can still hear water dripping, but nobody knows. But the, I mean, the good thing is, is that like the the original contractor has claimed responsibility. So if them and their covering, we're not we're not footing the bill on this thing. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, he liked that, huh? All right, let's wrap this up. Myself, this could go on. (laughs) If you're watching, we'll keep it on him for the video. If you're watching the video, we'll watch it to see how long Kev laughs for. But uh, (laughs) uh, he's still going. He, for everybody who's listening, I highly, highly recommend you go to the video. Towards the very end of it, maybe two or three minutes before the end, and just watch Kev lose his fucking mind. Like, t- still, he's basically double to this. <laughs> he's, he's losing it, man. He's like, he's going to throw up. He hasn't gonna, dropped his beer. He's going to throw up on camera. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Oh, man, let's wrap it up here. That guy is sloppy. Oh, it looks like it froze. Okay. Follow me on Twitter if you like. I'm the Matt Eads on there. Uh, follow me. I'm O J E underscore A underscore, which is yes, yeah, still dumb. For people who are uh, friending me on the PlayStation <laughs> Four, they need to send messages and tell me that you're a listener of the show because otherwise I will not accept you. Please and who, thank who you. Who else would friend you though? I guess so, eh? Because I'm not you playing online. Well, yeah, you anything. might as well just accept them all at this you're point because you don't play guy, games. Oliver. Everybody, will, I want to friend you. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. But still, send me a message because I like chatting pe- chatting with people on the PSN. I have oh, a fuck. I have a rule though. If you send me those those chain letters on PSN, I will block you and delete you. Like I've never send done us one to of those. Fifty people, and you'll get fifty dollars in your PSN account. Whoa, 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 and... whoa, whoa, whoa! Tell me more about getting fifty dollars in my PSN account. Well, just have a lot of people add you. Fifty dollars. So you can find me at Honest Pizza. Hey, you can follow me at Dinner Dangles. Welcome back. Way to really rein it in for the. End of I didn't mute myself. I was kind of losing that control did. there. For yeah, a we saw. It was really funny. <laughs> Oh, that's going to do for the show. We'll be back here, uh, who knows, maybe next Sunday. Probably next Sunday. We'll see. Until then, we'll see you all in the next edition of Mountain...